and Robin review the Oscars. And the award for best show that's about to start right now goes to The Howard Stern Show. Congratulations, Howard and Robin. Well, I'm honored. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You were saying I looked handsome, and then you didn't turn on the microphone? That's, That's typical right. of my I life. I like, you look handsome, too, and I couldn't be heard. <laughs> I can't believe it, because my hairdo this morning, I think, is a little out of control. But maybe you like that wild no, I look. I like this. It has a nice shape, but it doesn't look like you tried too hard. No, I didn't try at all. Don't worry. <laughs> if it looks like that, it's the truth. <laughs> so much to get to. We were off for a week. We love being away from you. Uh, because you can see I'm revitalized. It gives me that tiny dick energy I always talk about. <laughs> Us guys with small dicks, we get tons of energy when we are off for a week. Hey now, yeah. Hey now. I'm not sure if we're in a pandemic or not. I don't you know, know what's Rob, going on. I don't either. Like I, I went for a walk the other day. Now I'm wearing a mask when I go out for a walk on the street, and my wife isn't. So I don't know how, what oh, good dear. that does me. Is there a, yeah. is there a rift in the family? Kind of. Like I'm like, <laughs> honey, why am I wearing a mask and you are not? She goes, I don't know. She goes, we're outside. <laughs> We've been vaccinated. Blah 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 blah. Uh, and then, uh, oh, I don't know. I, I don't. You know. And I wear the mask. I don't know. Yeah, but I'm watching the Oscars last night, and there were no masks in sight. No. I don't know what you're supposed to do. I just know, like, I always feel like I have COVID. (laughs) Yet you have never had it. Never had it, but I don't want it. And uh, they say, you know, when you're outside, there's less risk, but there is some risk. And then the, 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 the vaccine works, but sometimes it doesn't work. And Yeah, you know, know, I was watching... um, television when prince philip died and they were talking about it over in england and showing people showing up at some place and uh i noticed that everybody walking by the reporter was not wearing a mask so i have a friend who lives over there and i said i noticed people are walking around without masks and she said yeah there's no mask man the mask you have to wear if you go inside a building but no. outside and people were congregating and walking around, but they didn't have to wear a mask outside. So I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. I know uh, Bubba just got over COVID. What do you guys do? You hear a squeal a little bit? Let me see if I can adjust this. I don't know why the mic is doing. Must that. only be over on your side. Yeah, a little squeal, little squeal for you. Twenty nine percent of the United States has been fully vaccinated, and 
That doesn't uh, seem like a lot. Twenty nine percent. In fact, my wife was reading that. I can't even believe this. They're closing down some of these sites they set up to inoculate people, to vaccinate people, rather. And uh, they're closing them down because nobody's showing up. Yeah, like, they people say don't now be. Uh, demand is uh, not there. They, before, demand was high <laughs> and the vaccine was low. Now Insane. you can get the vaccine and people aren't showing up. It's crazy. And, like, look, here's Brenda on the phone. Her husband just died uh, from COVID. COVID. And uh, I don't know. Get your vaccine. Don't be a douchebag. Yeah. Get it. Right, right, Brenda? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I, um, it's an honor to speak with you. Um, oh, thank you. Yes, my husband died a week and a half ago. He... He tested positive, and a week later, he was gone. Mm. Um, I wanted to call and tell you just how much your show meant to him, how much joy it gave him. Well, well how, how old a guy all, was he, Brenda? He was 35. Oh, my God. 35. And he died in front of me. He collapsed in our home. People wow. need to take it seriously. This is not a joke. My husband had gotten his first shot a couple of days before we tested positive. It is, no, I am not one of these people that believe that the shot did it. I believe that we already had it. We just didn't know. Right, 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 right. It's not a joke. It's no, not a it's joke. Not. Yet, my you son mean... has no father now. So how old your, how old's your son? He's going to be two in July. Oh. Wow. Shit. Oh, Brenda, that's really, that's I horrible. Really just, I wanted you to know how much joy you gave him. He's been listening to you since he was a teenager. And he loved you guys so was much. He, did, he, did he have any underlying conditions? Um, he had high blood pressure. Right. And that was pretty much it. He had high blood pressure. Um, but he was, he was medicated and he was taking his medication and his blood pressure was being under control. And it's, well, I'll bed, tell you what, um, they're saying, I, I, I read yesterday that uh, younger and younger people are dying now. You know what yeah, I mean? Some it, of these variants are attacking the young now who seem to be sort of uh, oblivious to it. You know, it didn't make them very sick. And now these new variants are much more deadly to them. And what happened? Your husband was talking to you and he said, hey, I don't feel well. And he called. He came to bed, um, and he popped up out of bed, and he started having trouble breathing, and he said, I need help, and then he collapsed. Oh. And I think he was gone before he, I even turned him over. He was gone. They, wow. they tried to revive him for over an hour. They couldn't revive him. I just want people need to understand that you can be fine. He seemed like he was fine an hour earlier. Did you? Uh, yeah, right. In other words, he didn't say to you, "I'm not feeling well." Like it, 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 like like two hours before, it just was all of a sudden it came on. He was. He had been dealing with symptoms for that week. He had been dealing with the symptoms, and he seemed to be getting better. And when I went I to bed, he was sitting on the couch watching television. I kissed him goodnight, and that was it. Mm. I. 
wow. it, it can happen that fast. And I, I didn't know, know you, that it could happen that fast. And, and you know, you don't think it's going to happen to you. You know what I mean? You think, well, if we get it, we'll be fine. You know, maybe we'll be sick. I had it. The worst thing that happened to me is I lost my sense of smell for a couple of days. My son had it. He had the sniffles. We're fine. Can you imagine there are people who don't want to get the vaccine? Isn't this something? It physically hurts me now that there are people who don't care enough to want to protect other people. By the way, if my wife is listening, this is how I want you to react when I die. I mean, uh, you really loved your husband. I can tell. You loved him. We didn't have enough time. No. My biggest fear is my wife won't react this way, the way you are. I mean, that is your only concern how she's going to well, react after you're gone. Yes. I'm a man is into appearances. Well, I didn't know your husband personally, but I must tell you, Brenda, based on your reaction, I would say he was probably a pretty terrific guy. And, uh, and I'm sorry you're going through this, and especially when we have a vaccine now. But I'm glad you called because maybe this is a warning to other people to go get your vaccine and stop being a douche. Yeah, the other thing that's happening so. is people aren't th- showing up for their second shot. I know. Uh, it's just I know. crazy. That was I in the uh, Chicago Tribune. I saw that. What was that, uh, Brenda? Uh, my sister was telling me that yesterday. My sister works for a methadone clinic. Right. And they set the people up for the shots, and they weren't showing up for the second one. And it's so stupid. Yeah. So stupid. Even if there's a chance of side effects, isn't that better than death? Of course. Isn't that better than... <laughs> of course. I would rather my husband be having weird side effects right now. Right. Right. That's right. At least he'd be here. Well, that's a horrible way to go. I'm so sorry. He's a young guy. He uh, got a young kid and a wife, and it's just awful. And this is uh, I thank you for calling me and, and letting me know this. Uh, I appreciate it. But he loves and, you guys. And Fred, he thought you were a genius. So many times he said, Fred's a genius with your drop-ins. I had to tell you that. Well, I hope your husband said more times than not that I am a genius, not Fred. Uh, <laughs> you know, that no, that's a little upsetting. Absolutely. You were the one constant. Please don't compliment Fred that much. A little, but not much. Genius is too right. much, right? Yeah. Uh, you could say I'm a genius, uh, not Fred. <laughs> he adored listening to you. And, and watching you on the top, on the shows, on the late night Thank shows, you. he he loved you. Brenda, I don't know what to say, Thank but uh, but uh, I but I'm very very sorry for you. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, mm. I mean, thank you. Uh, I wasn't going to um, say this, but Benji started texting me asking if she was interested in him. Get and going out. out with him. And know, like he good. could be a replacement? He he thought maybe it was too soon to ask, but you know he's been <laughs> desperate. You know, that reminds me of like people, Benji, <laughs> her husband is not a puppy. You don't immediately replace a husband. 
I was going to say to her, would you be interested in Benji as a possible uh, date? Not a husband, but not a date. A date not a, oh, uh, has there been a funeral yet? I don't even know. Well, that, then it would Maybe be. Maybe he so. could date her at the funeral. What do you think? Right. I was going to, I was so close to saying, listen, would you date Benji or is it too soon? Well, I'm glad that you practice some restraint. Yeah, he's desperate for a girlfriend. He really Maybe in is a late. week you could call yeah. her back. Yep. That's a shame. Fred was ready to hit the Jackie laugh, but then she complimented him. And, and he God. stopped. By the way, for, the, for you ladies out there, Benji is great rebound material. <laughs> I just want to put that out there. Oh, yeah, that'll show your uh, ex <laughs> for leaving. No. <laughs> <laughs> No guy will ever die again if he knows Benji <laughs> is the rebound possibility. No, but of course Benji would never say that. I'm merely joking. <laughs> Al, go ahead. You're on the air in vagina. Oh, I'm sorry. My glasses vagina? weren't on. Virginia. Virginia, of course. Yeah, man. He's, hey, he's uh, in vagina? Hey, uh, what? He's in vagina. <laughs> Pardon me. Long time, first time, man. How you doing? Hey, Al. Hey. Uh, I hate to bring the show down and keep doing it, but hey, everybody listen to that last call, Brenda, and, and I got the same story. I was uh, dating a girl, and uh, we were doing good about a, little over, about a month ago. She got sick on a Saturday, and I was like, oh, okay, everything's fine. Took her to the doctors on Wednesday, and uh, they said she had pneumonia. We sent her home, you know, she'll be okay. By Saturday, she said she couldn't breathe, took her to the hospital, and in three hours, she was dead. Oh. From COVID? <laughs> From COVID. COVID pneumonia. Yeah. They missed it. They did, COVID, they did a COVID test. They even said she was negative. We took three of them that week. Uh, my son wow. developed uh, COVID, and he he tested and stuff. So, man, you got to take this stuff serious. You know? You got to take uh, it serious. And even I noticed with Bubba, he tested negative, and then he, he was positive. So it's, it leads me to believe that the actual COVID test isn't that accurate. You know, yeah, and it depends tests. on what my kind son, of test you had. Yeah. Yeah, my son, my, well, we took the long test, PCA. My son, yeah. he had COVID. We had to quarantine with him. We took test after test. Uh, she had had three negative tests up until that Wednesday. And then uh, even that Wednesday, she tested negative. But uh, right. then she went, and within within three hours, it was uh, her, her, you know, we had some comorbidities. I, I'm, we're overweight and blood pressure and stuff. And uh, it, the, the pneumonia actually caused uh, congestive heart failure. But mm. I just, like I say, all, all you guys have been listening to you for years. And your listeners, you know, I'm sure both sides of the fence, but take it serious. You know, this stuff yep. is killing I, people. I, I, I don't even know how there are, like, uh, arguments about science. I, I, this country's gone loony, Ben. Uh, there's no... Um, they, they got these conspiracy theories. The government is putting a microchip. Bill Gates is trying to kill us. I mean, I don't know. You know, the Internet has created such a foul odor in this country with these uh, conspiracy theories. You know, unfortunately, unfortunately, that she was almost in that. She, you know, Trump supporter and all of her friends, you know, with screw masks and stuff like that to a point. Uh, we wore them, you know, I wear them, too. But uh it's just, uh, it's just got to take it serious, you know. The so. whole thing is a mess. There's a blight on this country of these uh, 
anti-science uh, Trumpy types. I mean, I never saw people like this. They read some bullshit on the Internet and they think right away there's they some kind of weird. They listen to bullshit on the Internet more than they would listen to a doctor. You know, like right. the, the, mis- the mystery person behind the thing they're reading. They don't know at all, but they believe exactly what they say. I don't know how you combat this. But, uh... Beer. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Al. All right. Take care. I'm sorry to hear about your girlfriend. But you see, she too. She's uh, anti-science. And now she's dead. Now she's dead. I mean. Um, so why is Beth not wearing a mask? I mean, does the mask bother her that much? Yeah, I don't know. She feels we're outside. We're vaccinated and we're far enough away from people. But I don't feel comfortable with that. She, but what am I going to do? I mean, I can't force her to, you know, she wears a, she carries the mask with her. She just doesn't put it on. Oh, so if somebody gets close, she would put on the mask? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, no. All right. No. 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 <laughs> she just carries it. She just likes a mask. <laughs> I go, honey, would you bring your mask? And I, I guess what? she's right. I mean, in the sense that they do say if you're vaccinated and you're outdoors. That, Are they um, saying that? I heard you're still supposed to be wearing a mask. That's what I heard. So I'm wearing it. And I don't care. Nor do I. Yeah. I mean, I don't care. Goof on me. I'll make jokes. But I noticed something. Like, if I'm wearing a mask and I happen to, by chance, pass someone else who are wearing a mask, we wave to each other. It's like, yeah, now with... you're like kindred spirits. <laughs> yeah. It's weird. They always wave and they always like, 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 and, and uh, it's almost like if you drive uh, an exotic car and you pass somebody in that car, they they honk at each other. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I think they're That's in some kind thinking, of club. Because I have a Corvette and every once right. in a while when I'm yes. driving, people are waving at me. I forget. It's, oh, it's the car. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what it is, but I don't know. I, I can't convince her. When did she decide? Uh, I mean, when did she first unmask and walk out? We go for a walk and she just doesn't wear a no, mask. No, I meant the first time. Was it like shocking to you or did she announce that she was no longer going to wear a mask outside? I said to her, honey, let's wear our masks. And she was like, no, we're outside and we're far away enough from people. And I go, I don't feel we're that far if we're on the same, you know, sidewalk. And she's like, no, we're far, far enough away. Yeah, the only people you're supposed to be unmasked around our other vaccinated people you don't know who you're passing on the street that's right let me get her down here maybe you know would you do me a oh favor i'm not talk- telling her uh, <laughs> <laughs> here I'll, I'll text her let me see if she uh she might not come down yeah she might not want to deal with this i'll say honey i'm on air Yeah, we'll see. I don't know that she'll come. Yeah, I, I mean, I haven't heard any update that says you're not supposed to wear a mask. Yeah, so I feel like I have it because my wife's not being careful. <laughs> According to a poll in the New York Times, 45% of Republicans say they don't plan to get vaccinated. Uh, on Thank our phone you. now is a woman who died from COVID and wants to talk to us. Yes, ma'am. What? Yeah. Hello, Howard. 
Can you turn off that music? We're having trouble here hearing you. Is that music uh, from heaven or or something? Is that what they play? Yes. Howard, yes. I went to call you before I died to say that you're a genius. Thank you. Not Fred. All right. Good. <laughs> That's a radio first, a call from the afterlife. I don't know where to begin. I mean, um, let's get off the COVID thing. I, I would talk about the Academy Awards, but I really have a deep-seated feeling that I'm the only person who watched that horrible mess of a TV show. It was so boring. You I don't even what? know what to say. That's funny because I wound up watching it, and I was like, this is awful. Awful. But I kept watching to see how much more awful it would get, and it yeah, kept getting well. more awful. You can't possibly watch it in real time. What we did was we DVR it and then we, you know, fast forward through all the boring shit. And I mean, it's just so boring. Oh, no, I had to sit there. And guess what? I was missing the music to play people off. Me too. Now I know why they do it. No music. They decided this year that people could talk as long as they want. And it was like shitty categories. And oh, my God, the whole thing was just horrible. The The... The woman who started it off was just boring. I mean, she was had a good message. She was talking about, you know, uh, people of color who get killed, uh, you know, for no reason, blah, blah, blah. Okay, fine. But, I mean, she started going on. And then everybody just came on with their messages and their right. thoughts and their, oh, my God. And it was odd. They decided this year, too, that, like, even for a category like um, special effects, they wouldn't show clips of these movies, no. so you couldn't even see the special effects. It was a very odd thing. They would have a celebrity come out and describe to you why people were great. Right. And, um, I mean, I believe the ratings will be at an all-time low. I mean, the previous low last year was $24 million. I believe they'll be at $10 million. Oh, I million? Lose. I think they yeah. might not even break a million. That was just so mind-numbing. It was just so bad. And I know it's challenging to put on these shows with COVID. And then, as you pointed out, everybody had a mask with them. And then they would take their masks off inside, which is the opposite of yeah. what you're supposed to do. Yeah. And I, and I want to. There was that one moment. Like, if that woman has killed Brad Pitt, I'm going to be very upset. There was a, a woman who won an award. And Brad was trying to socially distance. So he was standing way away on the side of the stage, and then she couldn't find her way off the stage after making her speech. And Brad Pitt was trying to show her, but he was trying to stay away. And then she came running over to him, looped her arm around his arm, and walked off with him. I didn't see that, but I would have pushed her away from me. (laughs) What, are you trying to kill me? He didn't know what to do. I know what to do. Like, oh, no. She's now now running after me and grabbing my arm. I would have maced her. (laughs) Imagine Brad Pitt pulls out mace and starts macing someone. Um, Like this little elderly woman because she's trying to get close. First of all, let me offer a full and complete apology to the person who does the playoff music at the Oscars. I've, I've really been unfair to you. You've been doing the Lord's work. I didn't know. <laughs> I always go, hey, you know, there was a couple of highlights for me. I saw that uh, Will McCormick, who is Mary McCormick's brother, won an Oscar. 
uh, for best directing of a short film. And oh. uh, Mary McCormick is the woman who played my wife in my movie Private Parts. And I know Will. Like, I've met Will a couple of times. I didn't realize there was a connection. Yeah. yeah. How's that? And then um, I also saw this is another. This is another private parts connection. Uh, the, this lovely woman who I stayed in touch with over the years, you know, here and there, she did the hair and makeup on the movie Private Parts named Colleen Callahan. She died uh, this past year. A lovely woman, super talented. And uh, she was mentioned in the In Memoriam, although I have to say this In Memoriam, they did a weird thing. They played Stevie Wonder music while they talked about all the people who died you know, they showed pictures of them. And then when Stevie's voice would speed up in a song, they would quickly go off. Like, you could barely read. There was no emotion. Is that There's... what was happening? Because I was, like, looking at you guys, looking at it. I couldn't hear anything. And all of a sudden, the the video would speed up. Yeah. And then it would slow down again. And then it would speed up. Yeah, it was terrible. And some people, like Colleen, was on screen for three. I almost missed her. I go, whoa. I missed her. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, they played the song as. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I was uh, illiterate for most of my life, so I, I always thought this song was called Ass. I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't realize. Uh, I don't even know if it's worth uh, giving you a review of the Oscars. I don't know if you want that or not. I would like to hear your thoughts because I did watch it. I mean, even if we're just entertaining ourselves. <laughs> <clears throat> Well, as I said, um, well, first of all, they had a pre-show. The, the, the Oscars weren't long enough. They had a pre-Oscars. It was a special of some kind. Uh-huh. And uh, this is where they had people outdoors, and they interviewed the nominees outside. And it was hosted by some actress who I don't even know. Do you know Ariana DeBose? DeBose? Do you know this no. person? I don't know her, no. but... She 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 enunciates every single word. She speaks very slow. Uh, t tell me if you agree. Welcome to Oscars Into the Spotlight, the most intimate and dynamic pre-party in the history of the Academy Awards. All right, I'm gone. Goodbye. Right. The most intimate. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> I mean, my goodness. Welcome. So I was like, ooh. Although she was a very thoughtful person, I have to say. Why, why do you say that? At one point, some guy answered her question, and then she goes, I need to take a moment to think about what you just said. <laughs> like, like, no, 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 this is TV. Let us think about what you just You, you got to ask another question. I really loved how it was uncompromisingly honest and yes, and yes, um, confident in itself, and I really enjoyed that. That was a beautiful answer. I'm going to take that in for a second. Isaac. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't say anything. Yeah. I don't know who this woman is. I had a theory on it. I think because of COVID, they had to find celebrities that, you know, were probably more expendable. Uh, oh, people who, if, if they go, we don't mind. What do you say? Well, we don't yet. Yeah, we won't be as effective. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you, don't oh, you think my. that's what was happening? Maybe. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there were a lot of people hanging around that I was like, who's that? Yeah, I didn't know. Who, I don't know this woman. I never heard of her, but 
There was no sign of Ryan Seacrest, and I was missing him. But There was uh, one woman who was standing there talking about the first time she went to a movie. I was like, who are you? <laughs> yeah, yeah like, like, who cares that you went to a movie? <laughs> People talking about the first movie. No one wants to hear about anybody's first movie. Nobody cares. Oh, God. Well, this woman, whoever she is, would throw out, you know, this is why I could never, I could, I can never take myself seriously like these people do. They throw out these hip kind of uh, sayings. Like at one point she's ta- she goes, kings supporting kings. And I'm like, what the oh, fuck? What? Is, you know, like I would, ne- would that phrase ever come out of my mouth? Lynn texted me too. Lynn texted me, yeah. He's, what do you say? Hey, sweet. Lynn. Um, he just, you know, wished me good luck. And Tommy sent me an, an email and stuff. Yeah. We love to see it. Kings supporting kings. Hmm. Yeah. Then uh... they had some other guy on the red carpet who was her co-host. Oh, Lil yeah. Rel Howery. Lil Rel. I've Disney. heard that name before, but I don't yeah. know Little Rel. Lil Rel. Lil Rel. I think he's in the Eric Andre movie. You know, his sidekick in the movie. Oh, is that who that is? That is Lil Rel. But he has a thing he does. He was on there. And when he interviews people, he compliments them three times. I noticed a pattern. Every time he'd compliment someone, he'd say something. But it had to be in threes. I think he might have OCD. I'm not sure. Okay. Check this out. Right now, I'm with the very talented and beautiful and just all around dope, Andrew Day. How you doing, boo? I'm with the very beautiful, the very talented, the very all around dope, Angela Bassett. How you doing? I'm with the talented, the beautiful, just the all around gifted, her. How you doing? I'm sitting with one of my favorite people, one of my favorite actors, just and just overall great dude. Uh, I don't even, that's a weird intro. I said way too much for an intro. Hmm. Everybody's you know I mean? got the in... same intro. Yeah. They're all around great. <laughs> They're all around something. In threes. <laughs> uh, one guy was, one guy was kind of, I, I will say this. This was really sad. I really felt for this guy. The guy who got up and accepted his Academy Award and said my daughter died uh, in a car yeah. accident. Yeah. I felt real bad tough. about that. That yeah. was tough. Yeah, there's there's nothing to goof on there. I just felt like, oh, this guy's destroyed. We wanted to make a film that celebrates life. And um, four days into shooting, the impossible happened. Uh, an accident on a highway took my daughter away. Someone looking into a cell phone. And um, we miss her, and I love her. And... Um, Sorry. This was one of the first Oscar speeches of the night, and man, it, I know, yeah. I was like, I, I got to get out of this. This is I'm, I'm too sad. Too much shit in the world. I, 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 I need escapism here. Well, that's what you used to look for the in the Oscars, and I'm like, yeah. well, maybe, uh, maybe I don't want to watch movies anymore because then you go to see the award shows and you have a miserable time. Yeah, Mary's brother. I told you, Mary McCormick, who played my wife in the movie Private Parts, her brother, you know, got an Academy Award for being a director. Which uh, she, film was his? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Who even knew he was a director? I didn't know. I know Mary. Right. I know Mary's probably like, fuck this. I want an Oscar. <laughs> <And> him. <laughs> Why does he have an Oscar? <laughs> 
Yeah, right. She's probably like, he are you kidding? Here. Yeah. I was in Howard Stern's movie. I don't know who movie. followed who. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, he followed her. <laughs> probably like, what the fuck? <laughs> but anyway, yeah, I was happy for him. I met him. He's a nice guy. Of course. Somebody He's like a writer. He, an Oscar? He was an actor, too. Like, he was in a bunch of stuff. But, I, you know, I don't know his whole resume. But, yeah, he won. Um. Here's what he said. We dedicate this film to all those who've lost loved ones to gun violence. We deserve better than to live in a country where more than 100 people die by gun violence every single day. We deserve better. We must do better. We will do better. Thank you. Thank you. I, I remember that speech. Thank I didn't you, know that you, was thank Mary's you, brother. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. He won uh, Oscar for the animated short uh, animated short film. That's what it okay. is. Okay. Just yeah. Um, I don't know. If, I don't know how much more you want to, you know. I, I, I mean, we need to point these things out to people because there was okay. a group of people who sat and decided to do that show that way. It was just really, really just boring. I mean, I have no more to say. I mean, Laura Dern was complimenting each person that, who was nominated for Best Supporting Actor. And thanking them. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for making us aware of that. Yeah. <laughs> Lakeith Stanfield, Judas and the Black Messiah. It felt more like well, one of these lectures I had to go to in college. Like, I went to college and... You know, I would watch Fellini movies or I would watch um, Ingmar Bergman movies. And the only people who watch these movies are people in college. Yeah. No, no normal person goes and pays money to and, see this And shit. some directors will tell you they watched those movies and were inspired. Right. But they never made a movie like those movies. Yeah, like I – and the only reason you watch those movies in college is so like like I said to my wife, um, I'm I, – like even when they were – I said to her last night when we were watching Oscars, I assume you've seen Fellini movies. She goes, no, I haven't. I go. Oh, yes, I've seen them all. Uh, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Meanwhile, yeah, it makes color. you sound intellectual. Yeah, it makes me sound like I went to college. And uh, <laughs> quite frankly, that's what they did. And, and, and the movies are horrible. But you have to act like they're the most, like the greatest movies ever. Well, yeah, you'll hear some. Oh, Fellini and, was my favorite. Yeah. But his horrible. movies don't look like Fellini movies. I remember putting toothpicks in my eyes to watch these movies. Because <laughs> then afterwards they give you a test like to see if you watch it and hear your thoughts. Right. And, and like, that I was, was uh, you know, you're saying something that because I kept saying I'm tired of being lectured. I'm tired of being taught. Mm. I didn't yeah, do anything it, wrong. This whole this whole Oscars was about being taught. <laughs> <laughs> With such power, you gave us an experience of what it is when citizens are betrayed by their own country. And while grappling with morality, they must fight to... Like, no offense, I, I would love to see a clip of the actual movie than hear Laura Dern's glowing opinion of people. I mean, I, I know she won right. an Oscar, but I don't really want to hear her opinion of other... Let me make my opinion up. And it just kept going. You were like, well, how long? It? And she had something nice to say about all of them. Did she yeah. really write this nobody, herself? Nobody was a scumbag. <laughs> and by the way, when did Laura Dern become so important in the entertainment industry? Wasn't she sort of a B-list kind of actress? I mean, uh, no, she had her moment and she's a great yeah. actress. Okay, fair enough. But when did Laura she, Dern. 
Seems to that me, Lord, that dress was a little off. <laughs> yeah, didn't that dress, the bottom of it, look a little like? Um, I thought it it was such a peculiar dress that maybe it looked like a um, like that that it was like a Star Wars movie or something like. Um, yeah, she could have been a, in the the bar scene. <laughs> Like the an animal in the Star Wars movie, right? She's half animal, she's half ostrich and half person. Yeah, like like, like an ostrich person. <laughs> and I like Laura Dern. Don't get me wrong. I mean, you know, it, it, JD told me it looked like the um, it was made out of the monster Luke Skywalker killed at the beginning of the Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> yeah, that big white thing. <laughs> that big white thing. <laughs> Like, let me go. It's like the emperor's new clothes. Let me go out there and see how goofy I can look and see if people take me seriously. It's hard to take a compliment from somebody who looks like they just stepped out of Star Wars bar. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, somebody describing to you why somebody's movie is good is not my idea of a great cinematic moment. It doesn't tell me why I should like the movie. Right. She's telling me why I like the movie. But uh, it was crazy. It was a crazy fucking show. You know, I, I mean, I never saw a worse moment for movies than last night's Oscars. Laura Dern lecturing me on why somebody's talented. Take my word for it. This movie's good. Well, and she won I'm... the Best Supporting Actress last year for Marriage Story, which was a great. She did a great, great job. She was right, yeah. great, but you know. But come on. I, I actually started to enjoy the commercials more than the show. I said, "Now this is really bad," because I'm no. looking forward to a commercial break. You know, I thought it was pretty good. Huh. Harrison Ford, he was one of the really? highlights. Yeah, he got up there. I mean, he sounds like he's half dead. Don't get me That's wrong. That's what I was like. I just got <laughs> old codger. <laughs> Well, Harrison Ford, though, he, he did something good. He goes, uh, I'm going to read you the notes from my movie that I made years ago. And then he reads the notes, and it turns out the, the movie was Blade Runner. Blade Runner. In other words, right. Yeah. I thought if he really could get past his delivery, he, he really, it was kind of a good speech. Share some yeah, notes. Yeah, it got better. Yeah. Share some notes. Some editorial suggestions that were prepared after the screening of a, uh, of a I movie. I mean, the guy's a mess, you know. <laughs> but, I mean, he, he, he was good. He goes, these notes are from my, and he goes, and these notes are from Blade Runner. Meanwhile, it was one of the most successful movies. And, they, and, the, and, and, the and notes, brilliant, yeah. And the notes from the studio were like, this is horrible. This is the worst it's movie. It's getting worse every time we screen it. Yeah, piece <laughs> of shit. <laughs> is everybody high in this movie? Right. In his defense, he went on in the middle of the Oscars. He was a lot peppier when the show started, but I think yeah, at his age. Yeah, they got to him earlier. <laughs> yeah, anybody over 70, get to them early. But, uh, hey, Harrison, I, it's Harrison Ford, everyone. Um, welcome. Uh, um, it, it, how are you? Uh, I'm fine, Howard. I just, I'd like to share some more notes, if that's right. Sure. <laughs> Here's my list of necessary items I've acquired and plan to acquire once 
more within the next day or so. Eggs, milk, bread, <laughs> toothpaste. Wake up. We want to hear your list. Uh, oh, what? Uh, Windex. <laughs> uh, right. Cat food. <laughs> tuna. Tuna. Uh, you eat tuna, there's my, a lot of mercury in tuna. Uh, my neighbor asked if I could feed her dog, so I'm going to need puppy chow. Right. Poop bags. All right, there he is. That's uh, Harrison Ford reading another list. Another list. That's his new thing now, coming out and reading lists. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he, he's reading a list. Yeah, I was in opening too choppy. Why is this voiceover track so terrible? He sounds drugged. Were they all on drugs? Deckard at the piano is interminable. Flashback. He loves reading lists. Oh, my goodness. He went on. Mm-hmm. I'm waiting to see if he calls back with another list. <laughs> He's up wow. early. I like when he unfolds the paper right into the microphone. I know. Very authentic. Like this is off the top of his head. Like he didn't know he's going to read a list. I want to read you a list. <laughs> it was almost like it reminded me of your Sternak. <laughs> yeah. Here's a list. <laughs> All right, he's back. Yes, Mr. Ford. Hi. Parent-teacher conference to be determined. Personal workout with the trainer on Monday, Wednesday. Is it to-do list, Mr. Ford? Yeah, I've got a lot to do. Uh, Costco shopping on Saturday. Right. Get ready for Mother's Day. Do you still fly uh, helicopters? I remember for a while you were crashing your helicopter. Planes. Then helicopters. I fly helicopters, airplanes, (laughs) submarines. You fly Volkswagen Beetles. Right. Tanks. There's a list of things you fly. Yeah, hold on. I got more. All right. I ride bicycles. (laughs) Okay. Well, you get the idea. Yes. Harrison Ford. Uh, let me see if I wrote down anything else. The best speech was the, that, what's the guy's name? Kuleyawa or something like that. Kuleyawa. You sure you're watching the Oscars? David Kulia, Kuleyo, Kuleyawa. David Kulio? Gangster's <laughs> Paradise? There you go. No, I didn't know Kulio's the... first name was David. I You, you never <laughs> told me that before. <laughs> David Kulio. He won for Best Supporting Actor, and he uh, said, my mom and my dad had sex, and here I am. (laughs) And his mother was in the the bleachers saying, what did he just say? Daniel Coolio. (laughs) Um, Frances McDormand won. I was glad because I know her. I actually know her personally. Oh, really? Well, she's a great actress. That's not her first Oscar. Yeah. She seems to like me. She's always like, hey, Howard, how are you? And so I'm a fan of hers. Oh, so like she approaches you. Yeah. 
She like treats me like a human being, not doesn't throw things at me. <laughs> you know, like she doesn't treat me like a monster. She treats me like I'm in show business, which is kind of nice. She's always like, oh, hi. You know, like you know how other people in show business always kind of greet each other with that special way. Like, hey, we're, you know, we're, we're in the same special. Yeah. yeah, we're special. Yeah. We're better hi. than other human beings. Hi, you. I know. Yeah, you. Hey, hey, you're, yeah. you're in the club. Yeah, we're cool. <laughs> I, you know, I get to occasionally, not often, hang out with other people in show business, and they all act like the trick is if you get famous enough and you get to hang out in a room full of famous people, you got to act like you're not that impressed. Like in t- inside, I'm like, oh my god, I can't wait to tell everyone I met so and so. But you act like, oh hey, 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 how you doing? I'm not sure who you are. That's how you have to act. <laughs> I've got it down. Well, like, oh, uh, that's that acting. Again? So you're yeah. acting your whole life. You never stop acting. Yeah. You have to try to act like you, you. It's like not a big deal to be in the room. Like, oh, who am I hanging out with? President Obama. Who are you again? Oh, right. You were president. What did okay. you do? What did you do? <laughs> and who are you? Uh, best. So they ended the evening on a down note. The best actor award went to Anthony Hopkins. And he wasn't even there. So it was like, hey. So the well, Oscars he saw nobody over. was wearing a mask, and he's an older guy. He says, I'm yeah. not going to that thing. Yeah, he's not like, um, hey, what the fuck? You know, like, like <laughs> I'm, I'm 90 years old. None of these assholes are wearing masks. They've all decided there's no more uh, COVID, although everyone's dropping dead still. So he's like, fuck you. I'm not showing up here. I'll, I'll play you this. This is how they ended it. And the Academy Award for actor goes to... Anthony Hopkins, the father. The Academy congratulates Anthony Hopkins and accepts the Oscar on his behalf. Thank you. That was it. It was over before it started. Well, thank goodness. Seven hours later. take it one more long speech? I'd like to thank you for joining us tonight at the 93rd Oscars. Congratulations to all of our nominees and our winners. Like that music. Yeah, why did Questlove choose that? I was questioning the musical choices too, because Questlove was the orchestra, <laughs> and he was just spinning God knows records. What. Yeah, yeah, they really cut the budget. But um, yeah, that's the move with uh, famous people. You always act like it's not a big deal to be around them, even though you're a huge fan or whatever. That's- well, I prefer the Julia Roberts way myself. What way is that? She makes a big deal. She's a big fan, and she makes oh, yeah. a big deal when she likes you. No, trust me. I when... met her. No, I, I know, know you her. met her, but you met her at a charity event. No, this was at a, well, it was a charity event, but we were in the ladies' room. Oh, yeah. And she was looking in the mirror while she was washing her hands, and I was standing online waiting to go to the stall, oh. and she started going, oh, oh, Oh my God, I can't believe it. It's you. It's you. And she ran over and she hugged me and she was like, well, I love you. Well, that's not the way to do it. <laughs> I've seen people in action. Like I, I actually, um, I was, I was somewhere. I don't know, maybe Jimmy's house or something, but I met George Clooney. He was there. Yes. You know, and him. I go, uh, yeah, I know, but I act, I know I kind of know him and I go, uh, excuse me, sir. Can I get a drink? And he's like, <laughs> Hey, Howard, I'm George Clooney. Go, oh, right. And you do what? 
Anyway, that's how you have to. <laughs> hey, boy, get me a drink. Say, hey, I'm George Clooney. Uh, fuck. And a lot of people calling in about COVID. About this guy says something. Oh, he knows something no. about the rules for outside mask wearing. Let me just see what okay. he's saying. I just want to get this straight. Yeah, Joe. Hey now. Yeah, so there was an article last week in uh, the New York Times about what to do when you're outside and... Right. I um, read that. Like if you want to wear and what did it say? Oh, you, did? you know what? I have poor reading comprehension. I read it and I don't know what it said. Oh, so no. it's a two out of three rule. So two out of three of the three next things that I'm going to say have to be true. You're wearing a mask. You're outside. You're six feet away from someone. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, that's what I read, and that's when I said to my wife, I'm wearing my mask outside. Well, no, you don't have to wear it if there's not any, if no one's within six feet of you and you're outside. They are within six feet. These fucking bike riders come by, and they're right on top of you, and the runners come by, and they're right on top of you. They're not six feet away. You're fucked. Oh, well, then, yeah, keep it on, but yes. that article. I showed That's it to her. Where are. is she? Let me see. Is she? She's not answering. <laughs> she never answers she's... you? <laughs> oh, she's not coming on the air. She's going Ooh. for a walk. And... <laughs> With her right. mask? Wear your mask. <laughs> Wear your mask. <laughs> Wear your mask. Wear your mask. Please. You know what? And I, and I see people I know on these walks. And they're not wearing masks. And, and then, then I'm wearing stop one. and talk. And then they start lecturing me. Howard, you don't need to wear a mask. I'm like, yes, I do. I read in the newspaper. But then my wife listens to them and then she feels silly. And then she and then she doesn't uh, wear the mask. I know. I know. I'm going to be dead soon. Goodbye. Look, look, uh, you look. guys got to stop with the being uh, susceptible to peer pressure. Yeah, do what me. you know to be right. Excuse me. Don't lump me in with that. <laughs> what? what are you talking about? You mean her. You're afraid to say it. <laughs> you, could, you guys. I'm yelling at you. Yeah. So I'm walking around me. with a mask, and my wife, who I live with, is not wearing the mask. <laughs> this is great. And I go, well, what good is this mask doing me if you're, you know. Here, the New York Times article says, quote, to lower risk for COVID, make sure your activity meets two of three conditions. Outdoors, yes. Distanced, no. And masked, I am. She's not. Okay, that's so not two out of do three. Two of the three. So she needs yeah. to be masked. Yeah, and so I guarantee she's you, outdoors and masked, she's okay. Please, I'm going to say right now, please wear a mask. Maybe you didn't tell her the math, and she got it wrong. I read it to her, but you didn't understand it. Oh, uh, it's true. That's why I read it to her. I thought maybe she'd understand it. I definitely have a reading issue. Although I am reading, um, Seth Rogen wrote a book. I got the advanced copy because he's going to come on and promote it, but it's really good. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I love it. I'm not just saying it because he's coming in. Otherwise, I just keep quiet and I and say, Oh yeah, I didn't get a chance to read the book. Um, it's really good. Very What's honest. What's it about? Uh, his life and like oh. stories about like some crazy <laughs> shit. I don't know how much I'm allowed. I mean, I'm going to ask him when he comes in, but uh, crazy stuff like uh, <laughs> like 
like like people he's met in show business and stuff they say and do and comics. It's just quite. It's really very good. It's funny too because uh, I was reading it and he tells a story. Ever since he was like in high school, he loved Slurpees. Like oh. you know, he'd get high and then go have a Slurpee. Well, you know, yeah, Slurpees. That sounds reasonable from Seven Eleven. Yeah. Yeah, and and Slurpees are like all sugar water. It's basically frozen sugar water. And um, yeah. he says, ever since high school, I have a Slurpee like every single day. And then he goes, which leads to the fact that uh, I am. My doctor took a blood test and said uh, I was pre pre diabetic. Yes. <laughs> and he goes, but then he goes. This is very profound. He goes, but aren't we all? Oh, <laughs> we're all pre-diabetic. You can't say someone's pre-diabetic. No, what you know. that means is not that you're a before you get diabetes. It means you're on the road. You're on the conveyor belt. <laughs> you're just not quite diabetic yet. But if you keep doing Slurpees, you will definitely get there. Other people well, can drink Slurpees their whole life. Well, meanwhile, my wife, I've, been, I've said this on the air before. She eats for breakfast, Lucky Charms with, listen to this combo, Lucky Charms with Frosted Flakes. It all comes in one box. Right. In other words, ridiculous. they sell (laughs) Lucky Charms with Frosted Flakes. Who thought of that? Right. Who thought of that is a good question. (laughs) That person deserves some sort of like, um, like he's an evil genius. That's right. He should go to prison. Right. (laughs) You're trying to kill people. (laughs) She eats Lucky Charms. And okay. Then during the pandemic, I I go upstairs. Oh, I know what it was. I saw these malted chocolate covered almonds. Right. And I go, when when did these come into us? Beth goes, I'm, um, I eat them for lunch. I go, what do you, you have Lucky Charms with Frosted Flakes for breakfast. And you, you have chalk. She goes, yeah, I have like about a 10 or 20 of them. And that's the most I have. I go, that's, I said, but when do you have any food? <laughs> that is not food. You're right. So we go upstairs one day and, um, I'm walking into her, like, like, like a side area where she feeds the cats. And she quickly shuts a, um, a a drawer. I go, wait a second. What's in that drawer? She goes, I'm not showing you. I go, let me. She opens up the drawer. I'm talking about a big drawer filled with gummy bears and and uh, jelly bellies, like like you know those gummy bear worms. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, the worms yeah. and the fish and the. She had gummy yeah. Bears. She she. But I'm talking about thousands of packets of this shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like like insane. I go, what are you doing? It's like catching your wife cheating on you. You know, yeah, I go, she's what, what hiding is her food. Yeah, it's not even you. in the kitchen. She goes, I kn- I don't want to lecture. I've been ordering these online. <laughs> I, I said, and you're hiding them upstairs from me. At first, I thought she went trick or treating. You know, <laughs> didn't tell me. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck is going? I go, wait a second. She goes, yeah. Sometimes after lunch, I come up here and have jelly bellies and and gummies. After lunch of almonds, chocolate covered almonds. Chocolate covered, yeah, right, like a snack. (laughs) And I'm like getting more and more angry because I'm like, how is this woman alive? Like I I go, you know, Dr. Agus gives me a blood test once a year. And and like if I eat bread, he goes, that turns to sugar in your body and and your sugar level is up. 
I'm like, a piece of bread? Yeah. I go, I like to eat a bagel for one. No, no, don't eat any bagel. She's eating fucking a, a bagel. I eat lettuce and I my sugar levels go up. So I said, this is ridiculous. But anyway, a couple of weeks ago, I had a blood test. I said to Beth, you know, you should get your blood test too. She's like, no, I don't need that. I go, yes, you do. You're eating all this sugar. You get, you, you, I'm telling you, because I don't need that. So I get my blood test back. And then she goes, and, 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 and from eating a bagel, my sugar level was up. I go, can you, she, she goes, you're kidding me. So they had to give me another test like two weeks later. So she decided to get a blood test. And they, um, so I was, this was unbelievable. So it comes back and uh, Agus calls her. And he goes, you, he goes, uh, you're pre, pre-diabetic. Pre-pre. Pre-pre-diabetic. <laughs> I've never I go, heard of Finally. <laughs> finally well all she's eating is sugar yeah yeah i go she he goes you're pre pre diabetic meaning you're not pre-diabetic you're pre pre-diabetic <laughs> That's so I read her, i've never yeah. heard pre pre <laughs> so i read i read her seth rogan's book because i said listen he says aren't we all pre pre diabetic when you think about it <laughs> but um in any case now she's off all sugar well, she had been for the longest time. Yeah. Remember, yeah. she had sworn off everything. Scared the fuck out of her. She's now eating. Well, like that's religion. why she needed the blood test. Yep. Yeah. You know, you Got need something to pull you back from the brink. Scared her straight. <laughs> pre pre diabetic. She should go to like some of those, you know, uh, the, the the places where they go to lecture kids. Scared straight. Yeah, yeah she you got see, scared kids? straight. I was on sugar. <laughs> no, she got scared straight. She she threw out all the gummies, everything. It's all gone. You did oh, and, check, right? Because she yeah, could be like the days of wine and roses and still have some in the flower pots. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, and by the way, I didn't mention, and before dinner, she would have a can of um, ginger ale, like a. The, the, right, one the, ginger ale a day, I think you yeah. said. And yeah. then her dinner was a grilled cheese sandwich or something. <laughs> With fries. <laughs> But now she's miserable like me. Mission accomplished. So great, she's eating with you. Yeah. <laughs> Unless she's hiding it from me, I don't know. But because I remember, like, I remember a hundred years ago, when Michael Dukakis was running for president, Kitty. it came out that his wife Kitty Dukakis was an alcoholic, and they interviewed her. You know, she came clean before you know because she didn't want it coming out. And 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 they interview. I remember like Barbara Walters was interviewing her, and then she goes, "Yeah, you know, I'm in the governor's mansion, so it's you know I had to conceal my drinking and." Um, I used to drink bottles of perfume when I couldn't get my hand. And I went, bottles of fucking perfume. Now, that's an alcoholic. That's an alcoholic, yes. Yeah. Well, you know, I told you my friend works in one of those rehab places. And they can't keep hand sanitizer in those wall dispensers. They drink it. You know, they drink it because it's got <laughs> alcohol. That shit's good, I guess. I mean, can you imagine? How do you not drop dead from drinking hand sanitizer? I mean... <laughs> Even Richard won't drink perfume. I mean, and he'll no, do anything. he doesn't want to smell good. <laughs> no. Oh my God! All right, Joe, I gotta go. Thanks for the information. But you know, the same Thanks people so who drink Love hand sanitizer won't take the vaccine. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, they're all worried. Um, here, from the New York Times article. Walking your dog, riding a bike, hiking on a trail, or picnicking with members of your household or vaccinated friends are all activities where the risk for virus exposure is negligible. Keep a mask on hand in case you find yourself in a crowd or need to go indoors. You see, it's all different information. It's all. Wait a minute. Read that again. You read. All right. That. Walking your dog, riding a bike, hiking on a trail, or picnicking with members of your household or vaccinated friends are all activities where the risk for virus exposure is negligible. Keep a mask on hand in case you find yourself in a crowd of need to go indoors. I think they mean or need to go. Indoors. Or need to go indoors. Yeah. Well, maybe Beth's right. See, that sounds like she's right. You know what? Please. She's not right. I'm right. I'm always right. Right, Fred? Absolutely. Yeah, there you go. All right, that's enough of you, Fred. I think How Fred's doing, walking pal? around in a bubble. Yeah, Fred's a good man. Fred no, masks you, up. You always walk around in the mask. I don't know what book she's reading, but uh, why would you take a chance? I mean, not right. that. You, you're walking around. Somebody comes out of a store. Somebody comes out of their car. Yes. Like, and they surprise you. And, yes. Uh, Better to be safe than sorry. You know, these fucks on their bicycles, you don't hear them coming up from behind you. And then they're, and then they're on top of you. He's absolutely right. Say what you want about Fred. He's right this time. No, I know he's secure and safe with his uh, protocols. According to J.D., the hottest women at the Oscars. Here's his list. All right. Here's the list I've been waiting for. Woo! All right. Marley Matlin is number five. Wow. That's the Maitland, uh, deaf woman. It? What? Marley Maitland? Is it Maitland? Oh. Not Matlin. Well, it says here M-A-T-L-I-N, Matlin. Oh. But I know who she is. Andra Day. I don't know who that is. Reese Witherspoon. Wow. Margot Robbie. I didn't see her. Margot Robbie? I read Margot Robbie. <laughs> she, she has and dark then, hair now. She still looks good. Well, she's a good-looking woman. Number one, Amanda oh. Seyfried. Cyphers, you like though. that dress? Oh, yeah. Everybody was showing deep cleavage this time, this year, for whatever. Some people reason. shouldn't. Some people, are, <laughs> some people shouldn't. You know, not everybody has good-looking titties. I mean, uh, <laughs> where are these stylists at? You know, if you if you got, like, weird titties, don't show you them. You don't have the titties <laughs> for that dress. Yeah. You, excuse me, ma'am. You don't have the titties for that dress. I'm the titty police. <laughs> Noah Zendaya on your list, dude? What's with you? Zendaya looks like a million bucks. Uh, beautiful, huh? beautiful woman. Very lean. You know, nothing. Uh, you know, no curves. Lean. Not enough no, curves no, for you. No, no curves. You can't be uh, lean straight, enough straight for line. me. I like a straight line. I don't want any curves. <laughs> well, listen, there you can have there you her. Go. Beautiful girl, but uh, yeah. All right. Didn't make uh, JD's top five. Did not. Did not. <laughs> Oh, God. Um, the are fat enough. <laughs> oh, is that right, JD not Puppet? A, not a, not enough junk in the trunk. <laughs> right. <laughs> I where Gabriel's database? He's got junk in the trunk. I like. Well, that. yeah. According to uh, JD, it's a little, it's a little too much, but and too much. Uh, all right. There is a too much, like, JD. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I like a ass that looks like a water buffalo. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> I like that Marley Matlow, too. I wonder how she screams when she has some orgasm. Yeah. Me, me. <laughs> Take it easy, J.D. I don't know. Yeah, J.D. Puppet. Yeah, Puppet. Stop it. Stop it. I got enough problems. Exactly. Thank you. By the way, J.D.'s list, no women of color. What's up with that? Andra Day's a uh, woman of color. She played Billie Holiday. Okay. She what played she play? what? Andra Day. She played Billie Holiday. Or yeah, she was in that movie. All right. I thought you were racist. Sorry. <laughs> no, no. She had a, her dress like almost, you saw like a tease of her, uh, bottom of her butt cheek. It was, it was the very nice. high leg. Yeah. Right. Could, oh, I see. Like there was a big slit and you could see her ass. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Big uh, slit. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't particularly like Reese Witherspoon's dress. I didn't think that was the right. Oh, listen, dress I, I think she's beautiful, so you know she's a good man. I want to fuck. <laughs> I want to fuck you. Reese, <laughs> over here. I don't know. JD. Sounds to me like you're transphobic. I don't see any trans on the uh, list. Oh, I don't, I don't remember. Well, he didn't say hot as trans. He said hot as women. And yes. now are the trans yes. in the same category? I don't know. <laughs> I follow uh, Hunter Schaefer on Instagram. She's Hunter uh, trans. Schaefer? Yeah, I like looking at her. She's good looking. Nice. Yeah, do you... Do you Mix everybody together, or do you have a separate trans list, JD? Uh, uh, oh, oh, wow! <laughs> oh, 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 I got it. Is that enough of an answer? <laughs> I got it. I got it. I never thought about it that much, you know. You just, got a pansexual list. <laughs> <laughs> I got yeah. a card list. Mm, I do. Uh. All right, thank you. All right. Anyway, they, right. they're th that's enough talk about the Oscars. Did you think uh, the men were dressed well? I mean, uh, yeah. like what the uh, men were wearing. JD does have a what he 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 has decided who the best looking man was at the Oscars. Uh, uh, who was that, JD? Daniel Daniel Kaluuya. Kaluuya. Uh, yes, him. Yeah, uh, the black dude. The one I was just talking about and called him David. Yes. yes. <laughs> I can't pronounce his last name. I don't know who that is. Daniel Kaluuya. He was, in, he was the, the same Black guy. Messiah. Yeah, he was the same guy at the Globes, the Golden Globes, when they gave him his award. He had no sound. Uh, I don't know who that is. You you remember that then? You don't remember it now. No. <laughs> I, he was I the really best was attracted to him very very much. <laughs> I thought so. Who else did you think? Who else did you like? I mean, that Riz Ahmed. He looked good. I didn't see that. Uh, Brad Pitt with his man bun. Oh, you know what? God damn it. Brad Pitt really did look fucking good. You know what? Who? Brad Pitt. Yeah, what's wrong with you? Did he just say Brad Pear? Brad Pitt. Brad Pear. He looked good. Brad Pitt. I was like, finally a movie star. You know, did, fuck Brad Pitt with good. his good looks. I'm sick of him. <laughs> yeah, he even has old Asian women going after him. Fuck him. <laughs> what does he have? An, that old Asian older woman was going Asian after him. woman was the woman he was helping off stage, oh. and he was trying to socially distance, and then she chased him and grabbed his arm. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, well, oh, yeah. <laughs> they probably had sexual intercourse. I don't know. Probably slipped over his balls. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. While you. we were, well, I should take a break. I guess.
Hey, don't miss out on great job candidates. Zip Recruiter says they make hiring faster and easier. Yes, and right now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash 100. That was an excellent little promo, don't you think? I thought it was very professionally done. I didn't even you know realize the, it was you. Yeah, you thought it was a professional <laughs> announcer. <laughs> I just thought of something random. Beth and I got into this thing like after dinner, we brush the cats and maintain them and we put the TV on. And now we watch Family Feud while we brush the cats and we're really into the feud and Steve Harvey. Is that right? Yeah. I we think watch he's a great it. host of that show. Yeah. I don't watch it often, but every once in a while I'll fall on it and I'll watch it for a little he's while good. until the commercial break. But you know what I found out about Steve Harvey? What? You can get him to do a cameo. Oh, really? He does that? He does cameo. Jesus. He's into everything, this guy. And I tell you, if he sees a dime, he's picking it up. Why not? Like, hey, somebody <laughs> wants me to... Record a birthday announcement for 50 bucks? I'll do it. How much does he get? He's got to get a lot of money. I'm trying to remember. I think he might have been $500, but I'm not yeah, sure. I, that's what I figure. But he's good at that family feud. I mean, I, I like the way he runs that he, show. He runs the game well. Yeah. Yeah. And I love it. People, the contestants are so fucking dumb. I know. I don't know how they find a whole family of dumb people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, some some whole thing like most families have one or two smart people. But I've learned Not on from family, the family feud. feud. No, they I think they go out of their way to find a whole family of idiots who don't yeah, have and there's two families of idiots per show yeah. trying to beat each other, asking answering simple questions. And even when they give idiotic answers, they pl applaud for each other. Oh, but they applaud for each other. They go, yeah, that's a great one. That's a good right. idea. Oh, the guys just look it up. Steve Harvey is temporarily unavailable on Cameo's website. Ah. He's, he's probably too busy. But uh, I like the feud. And I even, I like the other night, I, I found myself saying to my wife, hey, put on the feud. <laughs> <laughs> I go, hey, no. Then it was Sunday night. I go, hmm. Sunday night, no feud. No feud. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's focused on Jeopardy. When I watch Jeopardy, I feel stupid. When I watch feud, I feel intelligent. I, I got to like tune in because Anderson Cooper is is hosting Jeopardy this week. He was one of your candidates. See if anybody, uh, oh, here's a guy. He saw it. I was Anderson Cooper as a host. I would think good. He was awesome. Hey, Howard. Um, I, I turned Jeopardy on, and I hear Anderson Cooper, and I'm like, I'm thinking and, uh, to myself, who is this? I thought it was a repeat. Hmm. I, he was awesome. Amazing. I knew he'd be good. I knew it. First of all, he's a good-looking dude. He looks the part. He, he's he got reads. that gravitas, and he reads well. He's personal. Yeah, yeah I think yeah. he's got all the gravitas. He's hitting all the bells. And he's gay. Howard, I think he's it. I think he's it. I think he's yeah. the choice. They should stop looking. Yeah, yeah. John Hine. I, they should stop looking uh, and give it to Anderson Cooper. Just hand it to him. Hit him with the Hine. You know what I saw? I saw they're going to now try George Stephanopoulos as the host of um, Jeopardy. They're going to get really? him a Really? I didn't see out. that. 
And I was like kind of insulted. Like George, 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 I'm the guy who put it out there that George should be the host. And uh, I thought maybe he would at least, you know, drop me a note and say, thank you for my opportunity. Right. Is he going to do it? I mean, he's going to actually do it. I don't know. I have no idea. (laughs) Hey, Howard. Hey, Howard. Yeah. I love you, man. I love you. But I also want to say Fred is a genius. Hey, come on. Hey, Fred. Fred, everyone's complimenting you today, and I'm not getting enough compliments. You, I might have to fire you. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> so just keep it up, you guys who job. love Fred. Yeah. Yeah. Fred, tone it down there. You're talking too much. All right. Thank you, Victor. Thank you, Howard. Thank you, Howard. I love you, Robin. Love you, Fred. Fred is a genius. There's no question. Love you, too. I just don't want people saying it. Uh, Paul Bobo. Go ahead. Paul Bobo. to tell him. Hey, now. How you doing? He's really a genius. He shouldn't uh, need to know he's a genius. <laughs> and the you show, think I'm not waited for people to say he's a genius? Hey the now. show isn't about Fred. It's called the Howard Stern Show. <laughs> Concentrate on what's important. Yeah, get with it. Right. <laughs> yes, so Paul my, my question is Fred. My question is Fred-centric, so now I feel a little bit nervous, but I want to preface it by saying I do not think he's a genius. But I'm wondering, and I want you to answer in a serious manner, would you ever have Fred on as your guest and do a full, you know, interview like he was a true guest on your show? No, never. Why not? No! Because, uh, listen, it's ridiculous. No. But maybe, maybe you I, I draw the line. Genius. No! I don't care. Maybe he can't be a guest. He works on the show. Robin was once your guest. I was. I know. Well, that's different. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not dropping down to the Fred level and uh, and making him a guess. I don't care. Do you think I care? Nobody uh, wants to hear that. <laughs> I would. I, I would actually. Yes. Do. I think you should put up no! a Twitter poll. Paul Bobo, you don't have to. I will have Fred as my guest. No. We could nice. really learn nice. about Fred. I think yeah, I kind of did that once with really Fred. I cool. think I had a long conversation with Fred once on the air. That was almost like he was my guest. Am I right, Fred? I seem to, you know, I would I don't think. Remember. I I feel, well, you know, I, my philosophy, was, and this is the, yes. I remember that day. You think it was yes. a long interview, but I timed it. It was 92 seconds. Was it really? <laughs> That's long. Yeah. You want to know something? Early on radio, I learned a couple of things. And one of the things I learned is Fred is good in small doses. And and uh, also that. But that's 90- why I would like to hear a long interview with Fred. Well, she just wants to but, see you suffer, Howard. <laughs> you want to know something? And Robin won't admit this. Robin once uh, said to me in private, and I hope you don't mind me revealing this. She said, I never he turned said to me. This. She said, Howard. <laughs> After I talked to Fred for 92 seconds, she said, 92 seconds with Fred is a lifetime. <laughs> and I, I took that to heart. She, she, and it was well, her subtle way of letting me know. She's like Robin. <laughs> I never said that, Fred. Stop it. She did. She I just doesn't want to admit that. it. I, then, yeah, that's, she's laughing a little too uncomfortably. I'd say that. She said, Lee, I told you before he ever said, and I didn't know what he was going to say that I never said it. <laughs> it was her subtle way of saying to me, listen, it's enough. <laughs> no, I, I work on this show, too. And, well, that's the other then, thing. Anything that takes away from Robin time is, is very <laughs> time. Oh, now you got him turning on 
on me. I never Robin, said this. She was on your, Robin once she said was on to me. Your side, Fred. Yeah. Robin said to me, I'll never get those 92 seconds back. <laughs> it's gone. And ever since I had cancer, I value every moment of my life. That's and what she said. Rightfully so, Robin. You're right. Oh, my God. Well, I'll show you Robin's right here. I'll try one question with Fred, and we'll see how it goes. All right? All right. Let's see. Yep. So, Fred, what would you do over the vacation? Oh, no. <laughs> you see? <laughs> <laughs> Robin oh, once it, said to me, and this is, I, I never revealed the mic off now. Robin once <laughs> said to me, having cancer was easier than talking to Fred. That's what she said to me. That is terrible. Robin once said. <laughs> Robin didn't say anything. <laughs> Robin couldn't talk this much. <laughs> now, Fred, seriously, what'd you, how, how was your vacation, Fred? Here we go. You wanted it? It was fine. Get yeah, there you go. All right. Good for you, Fred. Yeah, thanks, Fred. That was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't it? Wasn't that great? If, if People on the Academy Awards should have learned from Fred. Now, Shut the just fuck imagine up. an but, hour of that. <laughs> But you know, it's funny, I love Fred <laughs> in better a way. This guy. Wait, is he still there? Is the ass kisser still there? Oh, Paul Bobo? Yeah, he's here. Fred. Yeah, Paul Bobo. Paul Bobo, you still there? Fred, Mr. I, Interesting? Fred, I, I, Fred I, I, I really do like you. I wanted to hear him do a full no, interview. You, in no, you didn't say it. You, did, you started off by saying you didn't like me. Now you say you do no, like me. No, that's not true. I it, said you're not it a is genius. True. I'll play back the tape. Hold on, Fred. Play the tape Hold back. On. I started the call by saying, All right, boy, we had enough Fred of that. <laughs> we had enough Fred already. I've had you know, Fred. people ask oh, about my relationship with Fred because they're confused. I love Fred. I've been working with Fred the longest out of anybody on this show. There's a fact you don't know. And, uh, and even with all of the love in my studio, if you've ever seen a picture of it, I built a wall specifically not to see Fred. <laughs> An actual wall, right, Fred? Like, I built a wall so I wouldn't have to look at you. Right. I think you right. started COVID so you didn't have to see me. <laughs> I did. I invented it. That way, I love Fred. Even be, didn't even have to be in the same building. You know, Robin once said to me, and I've never told anyone this, he said to me, you know what you ought to do? You should build a wall so you don't have to see Fred. And and I think you'll, your job will be a lot easier. And, and she was right. Very nice God. wall. Right. right. Thank the you for that, Beautiful Robin. wall. Yeah, <laughs> it's a wall. Trump couldn't build a wall, but I built one. <laughs> he got his up really fast. All we yep, have to do did. was suggest it, and it and went it right up. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> yep. All right, well, somehow Fred doesn't like me anymore, but I my question was serious. I'd love to see a full-length interview with Fred. I find him fascinating. Uh, I don't know what I, I would like ask Fred. Actually, I really Paul, don't. I might like to see it. You might like to see it. I think there's only one person who might not like to see it, and that might be the guy who runs this show. So well, <laughs> keep waiting. Trust me. I know what's best. <laughs> there you go. All right. <laughs> yeah. By the way, Paul Bobo, I straightened out my little studio down here. Sometimes things get messy. That's what I did during my vacation. I rode my motorcycle. Oh. I cooked some dinners. And that's it. Where did Basic you, stuff. Fred, I'm going to do oh. a follow-up like Barbara Walters. Mm. Where Please. where did you ride your motorcycle? I went to Montauk Point. It's very beautiful there. And and let me, because I'm not a motorcycle mm. rider. In other words, it seems to me most motorcycle people have nowhere to go. They just pick destinations. They go and see, they look at the. Your, see, that's your philosophy. It's like saying, okay, it's like, why do you paint? You could take a picture on your on your iPhone. 
No, and it you would can't. be just as remarkable. No, it wouldn't. The idea of painting is to take an unremarkable moment and make it remarkable. Well, you I get like on the motorcycle. Riding. See, I like riding because I've ridden since I was a kid. Like, but isn't 13, it environmentally irresponsible to just take a motorcycle for pleasure? Actually, it's more environmentally responsible because it's like two cylinders, three cylinders. Puts out a lot less pollution than your than your car. No, but, or your but I mean, limo you went somewhere to in. just look. You went. So how long did you look? And, at some, and sometimes Point? I go to the post office and pick things up at the post office. Like there's something at the post office box. Okay. Or I go to the store and I pick up. But, 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 but get well, back to Montauk Point. That's a good destination. That's a good destination. But sometimes you I just like to, to ride just to clear my head. Whatever clear your head, you say. To clear my clear my head. Yes. Right. Right. So you Rogers, you can't clear your head on in any other way. Okay. So no. you got on the bike. They even they even say there's there's a statement. Uh, they say if everybody rode a motorcycle, you wouldn't need a shrink because there's just something about the whole process. You, you just can't get out of your head. You can't take a walk to clear your head. It's different. It's a it's a different. Why? You know, it just feels different to me. All right, here's the here's the to walk. Paul Bubba wanted, and I'm giving it to him. Uh, no, nah, this is what is in your head that needs You're not to be cleared out. What's out. Not the yeah. yeah, what is what is so fucking in there that uh, who who what are you fighting with someone or what what, what needs uh, to be cleared no, out? No fighting at all. But I, I think the other thing is what people forget is like you know we are in a COVID crisis right now. It's like you're not right. seeing anybody, you're not visiting anybody. It's like after a while it starts to get on your nerves that you're like you're in a house. You just got to get out. You got to feel sort of free, and it's a safe way to do it. For me. So so you didn't really clear your head. You just wanted no, to no, get out do, of the house. You do, do, do clear your head by getting out and seeing. And not only that, it's, it's much different riding on a motorcycle than it is driving in a car. You get And what smell, is it about your you family sounds. that you have to clear, get out of the house from them? What went wrong? I get on their nerves and they get on mine sometimes. Really? You know, it's like everybody's in, you know, everybody's in a house. I, there's not one person in who has a family that probably doesn't get on their nerves and they probably don't get on your nerves because it's a, you got it's on a your wife's face. nerves over the vacation i get i i get on her nerves you <laughs> actually this vacation no i can't imagine you're so I perfect actually, yeah. this vacation no and Wait, do you, you ride smell everything don't you have to wear a helmet i do but you smell what? You smell your own breath in that helmet. <laughs> <laughs> do you ride with anyone, Fred, or, or, or are I you alone? I do not. I know there are a lot of people that like to do the uh, motorcycle clubs and, you know, and uh, I think. Do you ever see another morning. motorcycle on the road and wave yes. to the other motorcycles? I was just, words. before you interrupted, I yes. was just about to say that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I had to interrupt you, to cut you, you, you short. You do a little, a little hand thing, yeah. You do. You you, you yeah. give them a wave to say, "Hey, I'm a motorcycle rider. Yeah. You're a motorcycle but I don't, rider." I don't give You're them my the friend. wave first. They give they give me the wave first because I'm not going to be the idiot that waves and then they don't wave back. Right. You know what this interview is leading me to, Paul Bubbo, is forget interviewing Fred Longform. Let's interview Fred's wife Longform. I want to <laughs> see how she, what he what now irritates her. You may I'm, have to go I'm back picturing. To you may have to yeah, go back. To I'm picturing. Uh, she gets. She goes. Oh my God! Fred's out of the house. Thank God. Oh. I'm sure she does. What happens sure when does. that door closes? Uh oh! I'm sure screams of joy. She toasts. For those me of you who are upset that we're giving Fred a long form interview, um, uh, mm. Jennifer Witz, who runs Sirius XM Pandora, I love Stitcher. Jennifer Witz. Yeah, she uh, is on the phone and wants to talk about the Fred interview. Yes, mm. yes, Miss Ms. Witz. Stern, what the fuck is going on? 
You're on a motorcycle ride to cancel if you don't mute Fred and start talking titty. <laughs> right. You think Listen the to me, Stern. Are you on doing... the wall and put him behind it. I get him off the air, Stern. I'm not kidding. Are you doing research that says the Fred interview is losing audience for Sirius XM? We're hemorrhaging listeners, Stern. Listen to me. I didn't acquire Pandora, Stitcher, Radio Shack, HBO Plus, and Mitsubishi for this shit. Right. Damn it. You feel, you feel the Fred interview is hurting the entire company, not just Sirius XM, but also Pandora and Stitcher and Radio Shack and whoever else you want. Stern! Fred is ratings poison. This isn't Fred 100. People are driving off the road. God damn it. All right. <laughs> I hear you. Yes, boss. Jennifer, Jennifer, if you lose your job, there's always Spotify. Oh, Jesus Christ, Fred. Stick to doing whatever you do with a puppet, and I, I can't even follow this horse shit. I can hear the spiders twitching a human Newman for crying out loud. The COVID callers are way more uplifting than you. God right. damn it. Oh. Wow. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Ms. Witz. All right. Look, well, you better not do boss. that again. We'll all get into trouble. I told you not to that I shouldn't interview Fred and everyone in See, she's a troublemaker. On. Yeah. So Fred, when you got to Montauk point. Yeah. I'm, I'm being serious. Seriously, because I don't get this. You got there, yeah. you get off your bike, do you park yeah. the bike or do you sit on the bike and look at Montauk Point? Well, um you can do either. On what this, did you uh, do? On this particular well, occasion. What do you do? I got off the bike and I looked because it's a really beautiful view. It's almost like a, it's not a 360, but you get to see Long Island Sound all the way out, you know, to the Atlantic Ocean. It's just beautiful. It's like you get. How long car. do you spend looking at Long Island Sound? Well, considering the ride is about uh, 45 minutes to Montauk Point and back, I probably spend 10 minutes looking. And then so while you, you're you, riding, you're also on a road that you see many vistas, you know. With I Long see. Island Sound and the ocean. It's beautiful. So you say you stared for 10 minutes. The staring I is stare. 10 minutes. I right. stare for 10 minutes, yes. <laughs> Did anyone stare happen to go like to Montauk and see Fred stare. staring? I'm not the only person staring at the... If you go there, there are people, not wearing no. masks, by the way, wandering around, staring at the same thing I'm staring at. So I'm not you the only find lunatic out there staring. Do you think about things while you're staring or do you just take in the view without thinking about anything? I try to push all thoughts out of my head. Wow. And so you're, you're like in. an empty vessel when you're staring at this. Pretty thing. much. Wow. Pretty much. It's there like when go. people meditate. Isn't that the whole idea of meditating is to get things out of your mind? No. It's not? The complete opposite. You know, nope. you, don't, you don't focus on just the breath? No. Okay. No. You know, any meditation I've done, that's usually what they try to do. They try to say, you know, get rid of all thoughts. That's why you haven't been cured yet. You need to do the proper, medi <laughs> proper meditation. I'll never be cured. <laughs> he doesn't need a psychiatrist because he rides a motorcycle. That's correct. You don't see any motorcycles parked outside a shrink's office ever. That's true. That is true. Paul Bobo, is this enough of an interview ever. or you want more? You want more interview? Paul Bobo's no, the conflicted right good. now. You, excuse me, Paul Bubba, I'm afraid what? You're never, sorry, I am conflicted. I'm afraid you're never going to take my calls again after this. No, no, no. <laughs> do you want more? I asked, do you want more no, interview? 
Yes, and I really do, and in a serious manner. I want you to have him in, talk about his childhood, his relationship with his brother. Oh, you uh, don't want that. Him, you know, with the respect that no, I've had that interview guests. already. You don't friend. want that. No, you don't want to hear that. No, you don't want that. That's a scary road. Right. That ain't the road to Montauk. Yeah. <laughs> Fred will need to go to Montauk. My, my, child, my, my childhood did not involve seeing my parents uh, screwing their neighbor's wife and having Sporty the dog lick my ass. My, mine, was little, <laughs> mine was a little tougher than that. Fred, why, how Robin, do you decide? Robin had a tough childhood. I had a rough childhood. Yeah, he had a rough childhood. It's true. And I'm not going uh, mm. to disagree with that. Fred, when you're staring at the view for 10 minutes. Yes. Yes. Um, I've stared at views for one or two minutes and feel I have enough. Why 10 minutes? Can't you get one or two minutes and then kind of Were be done? Were you watching your, your clock? I mean, are there new things that you pick up during minutes seven, eight, and nine that you couldn't have picked up in it's minutes six? It's just the beauty of the universe. You don't just and, do and that. Something I mean, happens don't, in don't the you, ninth and when tenth you minutes. Paint, when you paint things, aren't you taking all the beauty of the universe? I'm not the, putting you down. I'm just the, trying to understand. In other words, oh, no, I feel, you are putting me down, but that's okay. No, I'm not. I'm not. Yeah. I feel you need... To justify the long ride. So you spend 10 minutes looking. I think you'd be done in five minutes looking at Montauk. Well, I really do. I think you just want to ride that fucking motorcycle. I like riding my motorcycle. Yeah. Always yeah. have. Always will. Yeah. Until I Have you ever had a anymore. near fall? Um, Not as an adult. Right. Okay. When I was here is the interview everyone's been waiting for. Mm. What about when you change lanes? Do you signal with your hands or do you have uh, uh, some no, sort of they signaling? Have signals. They have signals on there. And you yeah. use that? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I do use that. That's fascinating. And I look uh, and I use the mirrors. See, you're you not into them. motorcycles, so it means nothing to you. You know, it's, it's meaningless. To you, it's like basket weaving. No, no, no. I understand the joy of it. I just don't understand why you no, threw your head on the motorcycle. <laughs> then you get to the Montauk Point for 10 minutes and then you turn around and go but back it's home. More, no, it's the, the 10 minutes is to kind of reconnect your thoughts as well. Because when you're riding, you're doing nothing but thinking about riding the motorcycle itself. It's like when you're right. in your car, you're doing everything but driving. You know, you're turning on your radio. You're you're fiddling with your air conditioner. You, you know, you're doing various things. You're listening, you know, to music. Do you ever... And, uh, you ever speed on the motorcycle? Have you ever gone above the speed limit on the motorcycle? Sure. Or freedom? Sure. Freedom. Sure. Mm -hmm. You don't listen to music on the motorcycle? No, I do not. No, Ron. All my no. focus is on, on the motor. There are people that have little radios on their thing right. where they right. listen, you know, with earbuds. It's like the whole idea is, look, if you want to live, to me, you've got to be really focused on what it is that right. you're doing. Okay. That's why, you know, you know people who do listen. I didn't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm not one of those. That was a good question, Robin. I was surprised you asked the question about the music because yeah. I thought maybe you wanted to. Well, not only that, it's like, it, I don't even remember uh, when uh, Willie Nelson was saying one of his favorite things to do was just to get into a car and drive. Right, right. And, right. and he wasn't listening to anything. So, you know, good do you for ever, Nelson is good enough for me. Do you ever do? I see some motorcycle guys rev their engine at the stoplight. They want to do that. I don't no, know why. No, I wonder no, if you ever rev your engine. No. Room, room. Well, that, the other that, thing that interested me about the whole thing is, first of all, he gets uh -oh. on the motorcycle to clear his mind. Right. Yes. Then he gets to Montauk Point. And clears his mind again. No, no, no. 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 I'm, to I'm just to reconnect his mind. <laughs> <laughs>
Fred, what do you wear? Do you wear a hard, like, leather jacket uh, look? Uh, I would imagine. Well, leather jacket is good. And uh, Mm -hmm. I thank God that I wear a full uh, face face shield because uh, the bugs kind of hurt when they hit. So. Are you one of those guys that would love to have his freedom and not have to wear a helmet? Or do you love your helmet? No, I like the helmet. I like my brains inside my head. Right. I'm not like William Shatner. For some reason, he thinks that riding a motorcycle without a helmet is a smart thing to do. Well, uh, Fred, uh, maybe Jennifer Witz didn't like your interview, but there's a woman on the phone who thinks your interview is fascinating and Mm. loves this kind of Mm. programming. I'd love to hear her opinion. Is this woman from Canada? I don't know. Uh, Ma'am, you say you love Fred's interview? Yes. Yeah. Oh, and, that's it. I went. And, and you are you are, are you uh, are you moving your bowels while you listen to the interview? Yes. Yeah. And and you say everything about Fred is fascinating? Yes, sir. Uh-huh. And you say it's unbelievable that Fred clears his head for 10 minutes. Oh, no, he reconnects his head after he cleared his head on the bike. So he clears his head, like washes it. And then connects. You like that? Mm. Yes. Yes. And are you thinking of maybe getting on a motorcycle and clearing your head? Yes, sir. Yeah. There you go, Fred. You're having a profound impact. Uh, ma'am, I, I don't mean to insult you. <laughs> oh, <laughs> God. Ma'am, were you ever in a motorcycle accident? It sounds like maybe you were. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you weren't wearing a helmet, were you? No. <laughs> are you wearing a helmet right now yes yeah see so she should have worn it when she rode the motorcycle yeah she's she a little she confused never she should have never done that <laughs> does your diaper squish when you sit on a motorcycle oh she's yes. gone sorry no she's gone <laughs> mine does by the way uh here's this guy who rides motorcycles he says he saw fred in montauk Staring. When he was yeah, staring. You say you I, saw Fred? I kind of doubt that. Uh, Howard. Hey. Howard, I got to tell you, I'm a biker. And uh, I did see Fred at Montauk Point. I see him regularly there because uh, for the better part of 30 years, I've been sucking him off uh, oh. up at Montauk Point. Wow. You blew Fred at I Montauk Point when you saw him standing there. Yeah, well, we've been doing it for years. We met at the Ramrod uh, back in the eighties on Route One 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 Zero, and uh, he clears his head, and I drain his balls. This is the way it's always been. Wow! The way it's well, always. Been. He loved. It Obviously, works. a phony phone call. Yeah, I would not accept. I'm not so, He's I'm a married not so man. Sure, he's not. No, right. You're a married man. I know you're faithful. So no, okay. there you go. Today, anyway. All right, Paul Bobo, there's the big interview with Fred. Uh, we heard about uh, fascinating uh, clearing of the head. We got a window mm. into Fred's world. There you he go. rode his motorcycle. Right, while I, I did. Yeah, it's a fascinating. Some people ride motorcycles. Thank you. Some people ride motorcycles. Some people are into fountain pens. Each person has their own thing that uh, <laughs> absolutely. Their I'm not putting you down, Fred. You might think I am. I, I, I'm I, not I understand you down it. either. I listen. I love you. I adore you. You are a genius, and I do not want anything bad happening to you on that motor. Thank you. As are you. Right. We all agree. We're all. Robin's even a bigger genius. Robin's the biggest genius. The biggest genius I ever met. I do. I love you. I spoke to Robin over the weekend. I can't believe what a genius she is. I'm not even going to go into it. (laughs) And if you don't know, she'll tell you. Oh, she told me all right.
I don't even. I, I don't she, even know what to say. There you go. And what you don't know, she knows. <laughs> all right, and Fred, what let, she doesn't thank, know, she knows. Fred, thank you for the interview. I'm sure all the thank fans you, my love it. All right, there we'll talk go. again in five years. Thank you, Fred. <laughs> Cut him off completely now. Well, you better, you better, you better sign on again. <laughs> no, fuck you, man, it's all over. <laughs> that ain't happening. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll be back right after these words. <laughs> He's a romantic guy, Stephen Cotton, right? Well, Fred will probably tell you he didn't write this. Is that true? I don't know. I'll have to look it up now. I think I know Howard. I think Diane Warren wrote this. Oh, wow. I think she's, she's a very romantic guy. She's a romantic person. Yeah. She's a good singer. <laughs> People don't know this, but when Fred uh, parks his motorcycle in Montauk Point, when he's staring at the scenery, he listens to this song. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> I love that man. I love Fred Norris. Don't don't, yeah. don't ever uh, don't ever think I don't. We all do. You just don't want to interview. That's all. <laughs> hey Sam, what's up? Hey now. Hey now. Hey now. What's up? What's up, Howard? Hey now. Uh, dude, you hey called now. me. What's up? Hey now. Nothing, dude. I just want to say hey now. Uh, all right. Guys, wasting my time. Yeah. Hey now. Um, I just thought, you know, this nineteen-year-old uh, kid who went to the, uh, you know, there's a mass shooting every day, and this the latest one was this nineteen-year-old kid who went to FedEx. I guess he used to work at FedEx or something, but he was nineteen, and he and he, he's a mass shooter. And I was reading about him, and it turned out, I found this to be fascinating. He was a brony. Remember, we went to the brony convention. Yes. These are people, These are who, people love who like My Little my Pony. Little Pony. Right? My Little Pony, that's correct. He was obsessed with My Little Pony. And, you know, when you think of mass shooters, you know, you always say to yourself, and a lot of parents do this, they go, he was watching violent movies, he was watching this, he was watching that. He was into heavy metal. You know, he I was, just, yeah. yeah, right. I just <laughs> wish my kid would have watched My Little Pony, something wholesome. <laughs> But this guy, his name is, uh, I hate to give his name, but he, but he had a fucked up name. Brandon Scott Hull. When your last name is Hull, you probably, you know, he looked kind of goofy. His last name's Hull and he's, he, and he's in love with My Little Pony. So you oh, can figure boy. out what's going on. He killed well, eight you know, people. Uh, quite frankly, I have always thought that, you know, when you get a group of My Little Pony people in a room, you just wrap it in yellow tape. That's what you should do. <laughs> Maybe you're right. Something's going on with a lot of them, I think. Let me read this to you. The gunman, Brandon Scott Hull, killed eight people at a FedEx facility in Indianapolis before killing himself. He was a brony-obsessed. Uh, he's brony-obsessed with the children's cartoon, My Little Pony, Friendship is Magic. A few hours before Hull wrote a post saying, quote, I hope that I can be with Applejack in the afterlife. My life has no meaning without her. Applejack, by the way, is the blonde uh, pony on the on the show. I could show you a picture of her. I have one, but um, will that make was, a difference? <laughs> <laughs> well, she's sort of hot, Applejack. <laughs> Got those dirty eyes. There are guys who watch 
these pony things and see sexuality in them. I mean, it's cartoons for little children about these ponies, and yet they're very sexually turned on by it. They feel they're... It's, a, they're, it's a, like a little girl thing, you know? It, the little girls like those ponies because they, they're manes you can comb. So I started asking myself some questions. Why is it that now this is crazy? That, um, you know, why is it turning out that a lot of like these bronies, my little pony people, are they, they say a lot of them are right wing extremists, like fascist types, you know, and you Jeez. go, well, yeah, I know. And, you, and, you, and I, I said to someone, how could that be? <laughs> what is my little pony talking about? And the two theories I've heard, OK, is that. My little pony people, they're outsiders, obviously, you know, they're not of the mainstream. They're they're, they're in love with cartoons. They're in love with cartoon ponies. And there's such outsiders and nerds and stuff that they're kind of unacceptables. And so these are the type of people that are recruited into these hate groups. Because what a horrible group you wind up in. <laughs> yes. And here's the other connection. That on some of these websites, like um, someone's, I don't know what 4chan is. I, I've heard of it, but I don't I've understand heard of it at all. I've heard but I don't know what it is. But they say that there's a bronies section and a right-wing kind of hate group section and they find each other on there the bronies and the the haters and and it, it's you know it's crazy so so this is how a lot of bronies or or people who are into my little pony these are theories that i've heard i don't really know much about it but you know i just think back like after columbine everyone was worried about marilyn manson i remember and violent right. video games and all this stuff and it turns out the show with ponies that have magic powers is turning people into like you know almost ISIS or something. They're going and shooting people up. Not, but doesn't I mean, this not really everyone, shake you that people are so warped? What is happening to these babies that wind up? What what the heck is happening to make them into brony lovers who can be absorbed into hate groups? You want to hear the saddest part of this? This is really wild. So. This particular guy who's a fucking asshole and killed all these people, whatever his deal is. He was in love with Applejack. Yes. And then I read that according to people who know about My Little Pony, there are strong indications that Applejack is a lesbian pony. That she's in love with, an, on the cartoon, she's in love with a female horse. Okay. I, I said, this, this motherfucker went and killed Seven or eight people at the FedEx building. And it's like John Hinckley. Right. He he went out to impress Jodie Foster. Meanwhile, Jodie Foster's not into dudes. She's into chicks. All crazy. He's in love with a lesbian horse. There's a <laughs> phrase I never thought would come. sentence anybody ever said. I never thought I'd say that. <laughs> but really, Howard, we have a problem in this country with mental illness. According to guys who work on my show, who have young children and they have to, they're forced to watch My Little Pony. That's right. They're there's, stuck. <laughs> this, this, uh, this, um, Applejack. Applejack, Applejack, it looks like she might settle down with Rainbow Dash, whoever the fuck that is. 
Well, wait a minute. In his little thing there, didn't he say he wanted to be reunited with her? Yeah, well, he doesn't, he doesn't, he's not picking up on the Rainbow Dash connection. <laughs> he doesn't get the signals? No, he didn't get it. <laughs> he didn't pick up on a lot of signals in life. <laughs> Jeez. I don't know. I'm I'm really getting very concerned that we have like rampant mental illness in this country. Applejack. Um, never mind this country on this show. You should see how many people are mentally ill. Uh, Applejack, well, I've always felt way. it about the show, <laughs> but the rest <laughs> of the world I thought was okay. Yeah, at least we give the mentally ill uh, work. Uh, Applejack looks like kind of a curvier Paris Hilton. Can you see that? There she is. That's Applejack. Oh, oh wait a minute. That's not a horse. What's That's going a on? Horse. That's a horse girl. <laughs> oh, on our phone is Applejack. She wants to make a statement. Yes, Applejack. Hey, I don't know why you're acting like you don't want this hot, wet, hairy, throbbing horse pussy. <laughs> My tail is pushed aside, waiting for you. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, Applejack. This guy was so in love with you, and I want to know, are you are you gay? <laughs> Applejack doesn't think about it that way. Applejack will fuck with anybody. <laughs> I'll oh, go your, um, horse your in your mouth. Sexual. <laughs> what are you doing to your horse pussy? What did you say about horse pussy? Mm, he said, I bet you want my hot, hairy... Dripping horse pussy. <laughs> <laughs> kind of don't. Ugh. That I apple jack, what imagine. a sex kitten. Let's see. Uh, here's some clips from BronyCon. I'll just remind you of what goes on. Who are you dressed as? I'm dressed as Doopy Hooves. Doopy Hooves? Doopy. Doopy Hooves? Doopy as in D-E-R-P-Y. Derby? Like Derpy like Hooves? Con- yeah. She's from My Little Pony Friendship is Magic. Why do you like that character? I don't know. She just loves muffins, and she looks so silly. And that's what makes her my favorite character. And she's kind of cute, though. As a pony, of course. <laughs> yeah. And how does your character talk? Can you imitate her? I just don't know what went wrong. Hmm. What, what do you do when you're, you're, you know, living in a house and and your son uh, you, starts you fucking playing shoot with my little <laughs> You don't know what. First, you you try everything, but you're doomed. You don't. You're like, or hey, this is just the last draw. You can't take it anymore. You just give up. You just resign look, that nothing's gonna work. I never had sons, but like my son was in his room all day, and he's like 23, and he's playing with My Little Pony. You know what I'm doing? Anonymously, I'm calling the FBI and reporting them. Well, I gotta this get is my what I'm alive. saying. We need help with this. You know, identifying these people. And like I said, Brony Fest, wrap a yellow uh, cord around it and take that building where they can get some help. I know a guy, his kid was, you know, when I say kid, the kid was 30 and uh, very heavily into this. And you know what they had him do? And it actually worked. This is amazing. If your kid is going through this. You get him on a motorcycle, drive him to Montauk Point, <laughs> and let him stare at Montauk Point for 10 minutes a day. And, because uh, they won't need a psychiatrist after that. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I guarantee you, if I didn't hire JD full time, he would have become a brony. I know. Oh, uh, Lord knows what would have happened to JD. 
And let's be clear, uh, not all bronies are sociopathic, psychotic, uh, mask murderers. Um, there, there is but uh, no evidence. But they're still not well socialized. No. Who is? <laughs> Who is, Robert? Believe me, I'm telling Let's you. Let's not I didn't put, let them off the hook. Somebody needs to get these people some help. If I didn't make JD famous, he'd be married to a stuffed doll right now. He'd be, he'd, <laughs> he'd he'd be, be one of to, those guys with the what was that doll called? The living doll. The, yeah, the, the real doll. The real he, doll. No, he'd be married to the Empire State Building. <laughs> All right, Look, I think I wanted to thank uh, uh, Dr. Fauci uh, while we were away. He said that um, these all these shootings were mental health. It was an in, in, um, indication of a public health crisis. And there I was like, go. thank you. Somebody finally saying something that makes some sense. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. Now, some of the, some people who are into this kind of my little pony shtick, you know, they're just nice losers. You understand? They're not. But bad again, people. they could be helped. They, they, you don't have to be. You don't have to live your life as a nice loser. All right, let me ask you something. You're an expert. Yes. You got a kid, a son, 27 years old. He's still living at home. Would you rather catch him jerking off to My Little Pony or photos of dead bodies? Which would you prefer? You got to choose. Oh, geez. Both of those are really. <laughs> you got to like, choose one. Off the charts, Howard. What do you. All right. What do you want? My Little Pony or photos of dead bodies? I'm thinking dead bodies is a little more normal. <laughs> <laughs> You're just being funny. A little closer to normal. Let me see. Give me your best impression of a sick pony. <laughs> Give me your best impression of a happy pony. I was like Curly from the Three Stooges. Sounded the same to me. I can't tell whether he's happy or sad. Yeah, it's hard to tell from that <laughs> little demonstration. But anyway, there you go. The kid who uh, he was a brony lover. Uh, he loved. He was in love with Applejack and hopes to be reunited with her uh, in heaven. I don't. I don't know why he thinks and Applejack. So nobody said they were shocked that this happened. That's my vision of heaven. You get to heaven and if everything goes well, you're 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 hooked up with a pony. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome. What a what a fantasy. Oh, so much weird stuff to talk about. But uh, oh, look who it is. It's Apples. Go ahead, Apples. What's what's on your mind? I imagine Ronnie. <laughs> hey now, I hope. Hey now, I hope to meet yeah. Optimus Prime in heaven. Uh, hey, I noticed a lot of people sent me over the uh, over the break sent me an article from Realtor dot com about oh, one Ronald that. Mund. From, he, yes, uh, Ronnie's house is breaking the internet. Did you see this? Did right? you see the internet? Yeah, I, Ronnie, I, I happened. Someone sent me the link to this. Ronnie, as he said on the air, is selling his home. He's moving to Vegas. So, of course, he's got to sell his home here. And I, I got to tell you, all the years I know Ronnie. I mean, I think years ago I was in his home, but 
I was shocked by the pictures. Evidently, Ronnie is showing his home like on the Internet. Ronnie, what's well, going, I guess where that's what Ronnie? you have to do in COVID. I don't know, but but I was shocked. Ron, what's going on? You're marketing the house on the Internet, I saw. No, but no, I listed it with a real estate. Right. But they, they put it on, on uh, multiple listing. Right. And then, I don't know, this Realtor.com does this with a lot of people that are in, the, in, you know, on TV or movies or whatever. They they write articles about this shit and they put their houses up there with pictures of them and all this kind of nonsense. And we wrote to them and tried to take it down, but they don't they don't listen. They don't, uh, you know. Well, maybe it'll help you sell the house. But they don't care. I got to tell you, I was shocked by some of those pictures. Bids, right? I mean, I would think so, but. I got to no, tell I, you, I didn't want, believe me, dude, I don't want that. I, there's no way I wanted that because, I'm, you know, you get all kinds of weirdos then, you know, who needs yeah. that? You get idiots like this moron on the phone has to call and bring it up, uh, you know, coming to, trying to come to your house. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. Uh, no, 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 sir. Uh-uh. I, I, mean, I only wish weird. for there to be a bidding war. I hope you sell it for twice the money. Dude, don't worry about what I'm doing, okay? Just, just worry about yourself, for God's sakes. You're a psychopath. Ronnie, well, I, I gotta tell you, I was. Uh, you I was stop telling me you fucking love me, will you please? <laughs> I, I gotta tell you, Ron. I, I mean, I love you it's no unbelievable what. what's yeah, going okay. on in the house. Go fuck yourself. You're a, such a fucking moron. You know, Ron. Let's listen to Howard, Ron. Yeah, let's shut up, asshole. I mean, a lot of a lot of the guys were like having. First of all, is the TV? In your bedroom, is the TV on the wall behind the bed? How do you watch TV if it's behind no, your it's bed? On, it's on the wall in front of. It's on the wall front. behind the bed. It's where, where, where the headrest is, isn't it? No, it isn't. What is that it, behind the bed that's on the wall? It's like a TV. I don't know. I said, no, what the fuck is the Ronnie TV's doing? On the fucking wall in front. Do you have mirrors on the ceiling? No. Oh, okay. Have you got the right house, Howard? I, no, let me tell you. No, it's Ronnie's room. With, it looks like he's got twice as much NASCAR junk in that fucking office is. He's got like <laughs> two fucking full hoods of cars. I mean, you got to see what's going on. You, it's unbelievable. What's going Howard, on? Howard, what do you house? think about the stuffed animals? You see the stuffed yeah, there's animals, a lot Howard? of stuffed animals. There's a lot of stuffed animals. Too. Yeah, we'll talk to Stephanie about that, okay? That's that's my thing. Those are her shit. That's her shit, okay? Mm. Mm. A lot of stuff down there. <laughs> yeah, okay. What are you worried about? Now, Ronnie, in, in, in your NASCAR room, in your NASCAR room, you got a little airplane in there. Is that a Gulfstream? Who's it there? Oh, <laughs> well, you put it out there, Ron. What do you think is going to happen? I love airplanes. Yeah, but man. I don't have to fucking, I don't have to fucking answer this moron. No, you don't have to. What's with the airplane? What do you mean? What is what's that? with the air? It's a, it's a G four. It's a. Oh, you gave it to me. You fucking gave it to me. <laughs> well, no one else would take it. <laughs> it was the bump. It was the bumblebee kids plane. Don't you remember? You gave it. To no, me. I, I have no idea. What, what what did I give you? I need that back quickly. I saw in your house. I was so filled with envy. <laughs> yeah. What was that? What do you mean the bumblebee kids? Can I have plane? it, Howard? Don't you remember years ago we had that kid that with bumblebee tune or whatever the hell yeah. it was? Uh, uh, his and name that was like, his. That was his plane, and he gave you that thing 
It's like a, a replica a of a G4. Yeah, it's a right. replica of a G4. I'll tell you, I don't remember that. Yeah, well. I gave that now to I'm you? Now, now I'm telling you. I like the plane. Is that right. something wrong with that? Do you? I, I got to ask you, because it, it, it looks like you got a shelf filled with toys uh, in, in that room of your office. And do you ever take toys. the plane? I mean, it looks like toys. Like planes and cars and like toys, right? Uh, I, I see guitars behind. Do you have guitars behind you? Yeah, I play the guitar. Okay, so you like guitars. <laughs> I, li I like I, I like NASCAR shit. Okay. No, I'm saying. Do I don't you know why that bothers you. Yeah, it's, you it's, ever... coming, it's it's like the same shit with Fred. You know. Don't you think? Riding don't you think? Motorcycle. It, don't you think a guitar is a little different than? Children's toys. No, don't. You don't play the fucking guitar, dude. You just I look don't. at. I don't want to hear me play no, something. You don't. I've heard you play something. You, you've made it very clear on the air that you're not a guitarist. Well, I'm not a, I'm not a guitarist like Slash is, but I can play the guitar. Okay, and I can collect And I use it on the shit. show. Okay. I use it on the show from time to time. Okay, fine. Ronnie, would what you, you get tell all us about your about? favorite NASCAR collectible? <laughs> anything any, anything Ronnie, else you, you want to talk about? You want to ask me about? Do you ever take... That airplane and like fly it around the room like you yeah, hold it sure. with right. you. Yeah, sure. Right. While I'm standing in Montauk, standing in Montauk Point. Yeah, that's what. <laughs> I mean. No, do you ever like? Do you ever like take one of those cars and like go? You know, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, vroom, ride them around on the floor. Yeah, I sit there like a little kid and play with them. And I crash them like it crashes on you know the racetrack. It's great. In other words, you'll crash blast. them into each other. Oh I've yeah, seen it's great. I mean, I've seen men do that. Yeah, it's fucking nuts. And Stephanie's room has a lot of, like, a lot of, uh, she's like, you guys are perfect for each other because she has a lot of stuffed animals and you've got toys. There's a lot of toys in the house. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Whatever. So I watched that on the Is online. I was fascinated. You know. What? What did you say? Is Stephanie into my little pony? No. Stop it. Oh, what is, what I mean, no, 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 in a weird way. What I mean, you please hang up on I'll talk to you all you want, up. but please just all hang right. up on this fucking guy. Oh, wait, oh, by wait. the way, Ronnie, you're not wrong because there was a lot of mail generated about, uh, did you, did, well, I'm not going to ask now? any more questions about what I saw in the rooms, but I'm, I'm going to. Go ahead, I'm, ask I'm, whatever you want. No, you can ask no, whatever no, you no, want. No. You can. It looks like can't. a strip club. Bathroom. The, the house <laughs> looks like a strip what club? What are you talking about? You remember when I met Ronnie and he, yes. he picked me up in his limo and had all the Playboy paraphernalia and I made him take it all out. Yeah. It, it Playboy mud flaps, Playboy flocks on the door, Playboy napkins, Playboy glasses. And I said, right. oh, is this car owned by the Playboy Club? And he goes, no, I just think it looks cool. He should have me come over and help him decorate. Oh, house. my God. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Well, he's not going to want to live in that house. Right. A lot of you people like your house, right, Ronnie? What's that, Robin? You like your house the way it is. Yeah, I like my house, yeah. That's there. He's got a beautiful house. I've been in his house. We'll have no trouble gorgeous, selling. It. Yeah. It's just that he's got to move all those toys out of there. <laughs> no, I don't. Yes, you do. They're all coming with me, pal. You you think someone who buys a house is going to want your NASCAR room? I don't think no, so. No, I'm they're saying wanna... that they're all coming with me. Right. They're not staying here. Don't worry. Oh, your other buddies on the phone. King what? of all blacks. Go ahead, yeah, King. Uh -oh. Let's do what I don't want to bust Ronnie's balls. I love of course Ronnie, you don't. But... No, of course he doesn't. He wants to talk about my paint. Fucking no, I don't want one. to talk about. I don't want to talk about the paint. 
But I did see what? the paint, by the way. <laughs> yeah, good. I'm saw the paint. The whole yeah. world saw the fucking paint. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks to thank but you, Realtor.com. You're a bunch of fucking assholes. Just so you right. know. Right. Well, I tell you what, though, you probably will get tripled price because you know. Uh, let's hope it works out that way. Since you have, yeah, it's got nothing. To do, Ronnie, it's got nothing one? to do with. It's got nothing to do with Realtor.com, who sucks. Who we tried to ask yeah, us please to, to take it down. But, they should um, take it down if you don't want it up there. No, they won't, though. They won't. Yeah, yeah, won't but Howard, you, look, you have to, you have to seek the listing. You see, they know everything about your house because you sought out that listing. It's nothing wrong with that. You're trying to sell your house. No, but they you don't have to, to put, that you listen, do that. listen. Hello. They didn't have to write an article that I work on the Howard Stern show. They didn't I'm have to put my pic- They didn't have to put my He's picture right. up there. Ronnie's I right. put I put it uh, with a, my real estate put on puts it on listing on multiple listing so anybody with a realtor company that's taking people around to see houses, not writing articles about people's houses. But you know what, Ronnie? I read about this stuff. Up. Celebrity houses sell for more. Right. Now you're a celebrity. Yeah. Yeah, I'm telling you. But he, but what, Lord, would you be mad? Because then when the brokers come through, they're like, this is the room where Ronnie got pegged by Stephanie with a big plan. <laughs> right. Yeah, uh, awesome. They have a big story. Everyone's like, then, oh, really? Yeah, yeah. But, but listen, just let's, can I just say one more thing? And I, and I want you to sell your house, and you probably will. But you have to stage it. It looks crazy in there. <laughs> you gotta stage your house. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna. Gotta, yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna throw everything no, out just for you and and refurnish no, it. No, I'm just, not saying. No, I'm not saying listen, that. I'm doing just. I'm do, doing just fine well, the way what is, it is. What should he do? Don't, don't be upset. All right, so let, okay? if you're such an expert, what should he do? Okay, I've sold houses before. What you have oh, to now do he's, is now he's a real estate. Oh my God! Not, Let's hear I'm what he not, says. I'm not, I don't want to hear what okay. he says. Everything is going just fine. Believe me, I don't need his help. Uh, nobody say it's not. I'm just giving you a tip. That's I don't need a tip. I said everything's going fine. I don't need house, any the tips. The house will show better, maybe, if you do these things that he suggests. Yes, Let that's me hear. all I'm saying. Uh, Why does he get so angry? You know, because you you're, know you're a pain in my fucking ass. That's why. Because <laughs> you think you know everything, man. You know what nothing. Is, what is one, give me one suggestion Ronnie should do. Okay, when I sold my parents' house, I had to take down all the black pictures, so I didn't. I didn't want them to know that a black person lived there. I did that. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. This is see, this is great advice. Yeah, you better Be take you have any black pictures, Ronnie? Do you have any yeah, pictures oh, of yes, black people? Yes, yes, I have. I took them all and I put them in the garage. <laughs> oh, King, I don't understand. You mean, Thank you for that tip, King. You're saying yeah. you, t- you you took down your parents' pictures of the family and stuff so that they would think it was a white family. Yeah, like neutral. I didn't put up white pictures. You know, I didn't do that. But I took all the African art. My my parents had a lot of African art and Barbadian uh, from Barbados. Nice, beautiful pictures. And right. they, I had to take them down because I didn't want them. You know, I don't know. I just told and I told the real estate person, and he didn't talk me out of it. Right. <laughs> he said, oh, yeah, do what you want to do. But, but, um, but um, Ronnie, all I'm saying Something is this, Ronnie. I'm not busting your book. All right, Just give him a tip. Paint, okay, paint the walls neutral. Go get a, a, a paper white, Benjamin Moore, uh, maybe a light beige. But that green, you got one room got light green, and then green. another room has some. What are you talking about yes. green? 
That's mold. Look, look at the colors in this house. I saw it. No, he's fine. Listen, Ronnie, first of all, I've Ronnie been in Ronnie's fine. house. I don't need he's his, got a big, I don't need, I don't need he's got a big, beautiful home. He's going to have no problem. And it's not That's big fine. and beautiful. It's but why didn't you, why did you buy a house with no garage? That's my question. That's the only question I got. Oh, come on. What's the matter with you? Would you buy Howard? Howard. All right. Howard, would you buy a house with no garage? I would buy Ronnie's house just to own the sink where he washes his asshole. (laughs) Right. Exactly. (laughs) I don't give a fuck. Oh, that's a. That's a. Yeah. Talking about those sinks. No, wait. The sinks in the bathroom are too personal. You can't put clamshell glass. You can't do things like that when you remodel. Well, what's the good of having your own home if you can't have it be the way you want it to be? Ronnie, you got a clamshell sink? What is that? we have glass sinks. Dude, we have a dual fucking dual sinks. It looks looks like you're washing your face in a cake bowl. Yeah, okay. Yeah. (laughs) Is that the one you washed your ass in, Ronnie? Is that the actual sink? No, it couldn't be because he would have to put his ass over that the bowl. Like he, it but I gotta know flattened. which one was it. The kitchen sink. Let me see a picture of that. I didn't see any glass Who sink when I was guy? over there. Yeah, there's glass sinks. There's two glass sinks. Let me yeah. take a look. Let me see. Everyone yeah. asked me. Oh, look which, at that! There the they are. Oh that, my goodness! Look at the Howard, would you put that in? Come on, Howard, because you know you know about little fashion. It's, the, the, it's not my taste, but uh, listen, Ronnie uh, has his own thing going. So what? But, his doesn't, house. but doesn't that tell you the person? The things in your house tell you something about that person that lives there, What does right? that have to do with who buys the house? They can do whatever they want with it afterwards, you dope. <laughs> no, You're a fucking dope. They're buying the house. They're not buying my decorations. Yeah, but you they can, do, like they can do whatever the fuck they want like with the, the fucking sink. bathroom, whatever. The sink you know, looks like was... um, like the surface of Neptune. I like that. Yeah, I like right. A, exactly. It looks like the surface <laughs> of Neptune. <laughs> hey, Howard, when you walk in, if you had his house eating dinner or something, and you walk into that bathroom, you don't go, what the hell? <laughs> well, listen, Ronnie has a, Ronnie is a, he has his own taste, and uh, listen, whoever buys Ronnie. the house is Look, somebody the- made those things, King, so right? someone must somebody bought, thought they would be bought, and they were. I, I think yeah, they, they, they only made one pull. of those things. <laughs> Where'd you get that go, sink, Ron? He had to go to a couple of places to find that. He, if that's not at your... Or like you know what I'm saying? Like I'll be honest. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't even know how to turn that sink on. Honestly, I, I was just about to say. I how do you get the water to run? It's very. <laughs> it's very simple. <laughs> you know what it is. You know what it is. It's you know what it is. You know what it is. You think you know everything? You everything that you have is better than anybody else's. I'd love to see oh, your no, fucking house. That. Is there I'd anything? Love, I'd, I'd love to see the house that you that you got from the father that you never fucking. Work the day in your life for the money that you fucking made for these fucking houses that you built all your work. bullshit in. I, no, you didn't. No, you didn't. You're living in I this fucking mansion that your father had, okay? Don't fucking give no me this mansion. bullshit, no- okay? I mean, Ronnie, you will admit, I don't think you've ever gone to someone's house and seen a sink like that. I mean, it, I've seen plenty of- There you go. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. You you've seen, got- you've, you went to someone's house and saw Whoa. a sink like that? I mean, yeah, you got I have. I think, yeah, I, think yeah, I have. 
Oh, yeah, okay. what yeah. house? Oh, is that? I want to go there. Yeah. Could you tell us the name <laughs> of that person? You that was a great question. Yeah, great that question. Great question. Howard said it. That's why it's a great question. No, it's not. It's because it is. Have you ever seen somebody? You had to say yeah. You know you didn't All see right. nobody. Enough okay, that. right. That's that's why <laughs> I never. That's why I got the idea from because I've never seen it before. Oh, so you saw that in someone's house. I've seen it other places. Let's put it that way. Oh. Yeah, but why would you when say you, you saw it? Excuse me. When you saw it in another person's, when you saw it somewhere else, was there like a bathroom attendant in the room? No, there was no that? bathroom attendant. No. <laughs> no, I'm just asking. No, there was no bathroom attendant. Okay. <laughs> That's just how You're going to do just fine. But Ronnie's down. right. Ronnie is right. Why, if he says he doesn't want that on the internet, why can't he get that off? I don't like that. Well, once it's on the internet, can you really get it off? I guess you no, can. you can't. You can't. You can't. You yeah, can't. but you, you can take the listing down. I'm not taking the listing well, down. I'm trying you... to sell my fucking house, moron. Exactly. Ronnie, <laughs> you know, listen. No, I didn't. I didn't list it with Realtor. dot com to put up a whole article that I work on the Howard Stern show that's, and that's shit, wrong. and put up pictures of me right. sitting there. In the in the uh in is, my living room or whatever with a drink in my hand. Who the fuck needs that? But what shit are you acting there? like? But why are you acting like you're ashamed to be on Howard Stern show? Why are you acting like that? I'm not that's acting like. You know what? Go fuck Ooh. yourself, you moron. Yeah, but I that mean, is a benefit. You know? No, it's um, not. A, it's King, not. The maybe you can say something nice. Believe me, dude. It's not the benefit at all. Not why at did you all. say? Did you see anything in the house that you liked, King? I don't but you care thought Ronnie had good likes. taste. Well, let's, I mean, I'm trying to, to find out. I don't out care what he fucking I mean, yeah. likes, I like dude. I like what? the front door because I could get out of there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Big shot. The big shot, the big shot in Daddy's mansion. Yeah. No, that's right. See, he, this guy inherited his yeah. money, Ronnie. Big shot in the Daddy's him. mansion who never worked a day in his life to get that mansion. Oh, All right. Fuck. Enough of this. King. Yeah, I got the fuck. Our last question, yeah. and then I got to Yeah, go and his fucking Kohler fucking sinks and mowing oh. faucets. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> fuck <laughs> you and your fucking <laughs> Rolex watches yeah. and your you, fancy man. ass fucking cars. I got yeah, yeah, fancy yeah, yeah, yeah. ass fucking cars also. I'll tell him. Let me handle At this, least Ronnie. I paid me... for them and worked for them, okay? Let me I wasn't, this, it wasn't handed to me on a silver spoon. Hey, man, those sinks were owned by six. Freedom Roy. Little silver spoon boy over there. You make fun of, you know what? You stand there and you make fun of everybody sitting up on your high horse with your daddy's money that you got for free. You didn't work for fucking asshole. Go fuck yourself. Right. Ronnie, don't run me, jerk off. You're a fucking jerk off and everybody knows what a jerk off you are. What is your question, King? I have a comment and a question. Real quick, Howard, please. Go ahead. Please, please Howard. Please, please, Howard. Please, Howard. Can you hear me, Howard? My phone? Right, is my phone right. okay now? Obviously, you guys are. Right? Come on. Oh, this is not going well. No, Ron, yo, Howard, please. Just let no, Ron, me just yo, say Ron, yo, oh, Ron, All right, just ask oh. the question. Yeah, just ask the okay. question. Go ahead. You, they, have it, they, have, they have an app. They have an oh. app that you can erase all of the stuff in there, like, and show your house empty. All right. Okay. Who cares? Ah, uh, Apples. Oh, what oh, a great hey. idea. Hey, I got one one quick question. 
Okay. Go ahead. I was watching the videos of Ronnie being uh, hypnotized, right? The publicly, the, the stuff that the Howard Stern show yes. releases on YouTube. I, I watch a lot of ghost videos, too, because I think ghost videos are cool. And uh, I think I saw a ghost in Ronnie's house. And I oh, sent the video to Sal. Seriously, look at Sal has the video. It's, all it's right, we'll take a look forward. at it. Sal, Ronnie, show it to me later. At all? No, his house is not haunted. Hey, Ron, I, I, did you ever go and watch... Goodbye, Apples. Did you ever go and watch yourself hypnotized, or was it too weird for you? I, I saw a little bit of it on the clips from... Uh, yeah, what'd you think? App. Uh, I've Wild. seen it before. I've, I mean, it's, it's, it's cool, because I've been working with him. Oh. I was on the phone... I was working Iran, with him yesterday. For anyone who says, well, hypnotism isn't real, would you please tell them that it oh, is it's real? Oh, it's real, dude. Dude, yeah. it's the greatest thing ever, man. I got this whole deal going on now. Puts me to sleep at night. It's fucking awesome. It's still working. working. With, I've been working with um, Scott like for the past two weeks. Oh, really? And, and yeah. you're still able to sleep without any sleeping aids because yep. of his hypnotism. Wow. Yep. That's impressive. Very it's fucking nice. Awesome. It's fucking great. And then when uh, I get couple... fucking assholes on the phone like this, it riles me all up again. And now I got to go fucking do one of my exercises. <laughs> what is your exercise? Assholes. I have to say I have things I do that uh, Scott worked out for me. So you say oh, certain things? <laughs> I don't say anything. Okay. It's kind of like your meditation. Okay. And when you do it, whatever he tells you to do, and then you go to right. sleep. Okay. I, yeah, I have a whole, uh, I have recordings. I have everything. And Very so cool. you can calm yourself down. Yeah. Oh, ask Stephanie. She'll tell you. I'm like a whole different person. Wow. So it works. Up my ass, man. I love fuck? it. <laughs> I, I uh, think it's the greatest the thing ever. By the way, Ronnie, you'll be interested in this. Uh, before the break, Apple's called in, ruffled Ronnie's feathers again. Uh, when it comes to the feud, the fans are rallying around Ronnie. I don't see anything negative here about Ronnie. Apples is just trying to get airtime by being a complete asshole to Ronnie. Ronnie doesn't need the stress. Don't answer Apple's calls anymore. He's a troll. Apple's is not interesting or funny. There are much better ways to antagonize Ronnie. Once oh. someone is blocked from someone's social media account, any attempt to see their profile is called stalking. Apple needs to be banned from calling. His bullshit antagonizing isn't interesting fuck apples so there you go the only supporter that i could find that apples had i am an apples fan 200 percent. the fact that ronnie gets uptight is hilarious all he has to do is not react and it would all go away but this 71 year old dope he calls you can't figure oh, it out go okay. apples so only one guy supported apples ron everyone else is in your corner so there you go there you go I mean, that's pretty has, good. The public has spoken. They're all on He's your a side. They're all on your side. Something Mike from Maine says he's on your side. Go ahead. Good morning, Howard. Good morning. Hey, Howard. Hey, uh, so uh, I want to ask Ronnie. Ronnie, I, I heard the uh, replay of the Ugly Meter app guy over the oh. weekend, and you were fucking irate with this guy. It sounded like if you had your choice, you would have punched him right in the face. So I'm wondering if you hate him more or if you hate Apples more. Because Apples is all in good fun, but I mean, do you hate, who do you hate more? Who do you, the question is, Ron, uh, I think he's referring to the guy who put out a, uh, a, a, an app that was an ugly meter, 
And you did not yeah, do well. Yeah, the guy who came on the show. Yeah, the guy who yeah, came, on, came the show. on the show. And they put Ronnie's picture in, and he got a very low score on the ugly. Yeah, zero point zero. Yeah, yeah. He got a zero. And Ronnie, I remember Ronnie got upset. Ronnie, if you had to keep one more than the other, who you know, you're on a boat. You got to save either apples or the ugly meter app guy. That kind oh, of the thing. ugly meter no, app guy. No, I, I would, I would take him to lunch. You would what? I would take the the ugly meter guy to lunch and buy him a drink. Oh, you would. The other one could drown. <laughs> well, there's a good answer. You hate I have apples. another question, though. What if, because uh, Ronnie thought the guy ran his face through some facial distortion uh, software or something. So what if Ronnie found out today that the guy did actually trick him and, 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 and fucking scammed him into getting a zero? Would he then want to throw that guy over the boat or would he still want to take him to lunch? No, because the guy was doing it for publicity for his app at the time. He wanted to make money. Apples is just a fucking psychopath. <laughs> and you don't think you've at all blown it out of proportion from the very beginning that maybe Apples was just trying to bust your balls about being older and eating cereal, and instead you turned it into that he's a psychopath that stalks you? Do you think maybe you're a little bit overboard with it, Ron? No, not at all. All right. All right. Ronnie says apples. no. Apples guy. is a pain in the ass. Oh, now you uh, love him. Oh, okay. I thought this guy was on Ronnie's side. He's now That's what I he thought. loves Apples. Yeah. Listen, I'm on Howard Stern's side. That's the most important thing. <laughs> yes, of course. <laughs> And when you're on Bubba's show, you're on Bubba's side. I know. Um, I'm always on. No, I'm, I'm always 100% Howard Stern, number one. And first, always. Yeah. No okay. Question. Yeah. Right. Howard, all right. always. Howard, always. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Mike. Okay. I would have never heard of Bubba if it hadn't been for Howard. You know what uh, I mean? Okay. But I, I mean. All right. All right. Okay. Enough of that. Uh, Enough no. of that. <laughs> By the way, did you ever do the update on Bubba? I wanted to know. how. I will tell you, I had been in touch with Bubba. I know I Ronnie spoke was to too. Yeah. yeah, and uh, he had a tough time with COVID. He said really? to me, I don't think he'd mind uh, me saying this, that uh, he said I had a tough time, and he says I didn't take it seriously enough, and man, oh, man, I mean, oh, he, he, he came well, he, close. He, he, was on, um, he was on these steroids to help with the COVID, uh-huh. and he just went, he, he felt better for like three hours, kind of, and so he figured he was getting better. And he just stopped taking them, uh, and then he got sick. He got sick what's worse. What's wrong with him? I don't know. You you asked that question. That's a that's a heavy so he, he's tested four days in a row of being negative now. So he he says he's feeling a lot better. Okay, I can play you some clips. This is uh, Bubba uh, talking. I guess about I don't I don't know what what is. Uh, let me let me take a look at this. But I do have some clips if you want to hear him talking about his experience with COVID. Yes, please. Um, here in this clip, he's talking about the overall experience. He had severe hot and cold flashes. And I'm glad that he was able to convey this to his audience because he said, I was on the air being a bit of a tough ass, you know, kind of a hard right, ass about right. this whole thing. And, and man, he said to me, everything they say about COVID is true. Mm. He knows. Anna, what were your worst symptoms? Oh, definitely chills and body aches. Just the, that first night was really bad. But other than that, it was all right. Then you'd go from having, like, your body a 1,000 degrees, and you had to have, like, every... You couldn't have even a sheet on you. And you had the air conditioning full-blown on you. And, 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 and freezing. And, then, yeah, you're sweating, and you just cannot get cool enough. Mm. And, the, and the air set at 61 with the fan on, you know, full-blown high, blowing right at you, and you just... and. You, you yes. just cannot get cool, cool. See, and your bed, in your bed sheets are t- t- literally like they threw them in the in the like they literally threw them in the uh, swimming pool. My oh whole my entire God. bed sheets were just soaked. And then and you go from that to 
you couldn't put 500 covers on yeah. top of you and get warm. Right. And you'd be like, be shaking. <clears throat> and then it would just flip on you, and you'd go from, you couldn't get enough, enough covers on you to take everything off of me. I'm going to die. I feel like I'm in fire right. inside. He's, wow. still, uh, he's still dealing with the cough. He also complained about his ribs. They were in such bad shape from coughing that he feels mm-hmm. like he had broken ribs. That's how bad it was. Right, Ron? Yeah. You, you spoke yeah. to him. Yeah. Um, he also um, he tested positive for COVID after testing negative. So that, again, you can't trust the test. Uh, th- and, th- and, th- and then Bubba, in a shocking revelation, admitted that he shit his pants just before his return to the air. I'll play you that clip. Here's Bubba talking about that. I pooped my pants this morning. Uh, <laughs> upon re, uh, 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 so that was a cough. So you coughed and it happened? Or you just like, no, did you try to like did you really? valve off a little pressure and it happened? He said he was peeing. So was, yeah, I, but when you pee, you valve off pressure sometimes. I know. So I'm peeing, but I'm thinking, okay, you know what? While I'm peeing, I, gotta, I feel like I got a, a fart. Right. So today I go to do that. So healthy. And Bubba. all of a sudden, like a little gummy worm comes out of my bowl. Oh, <laughs> Whoa. No. And, and, you know, there's no mistaking that feeling. Yo, you know, it's so, hot. And I could feel it on my ass. <laughs> and I was like, oh, now I got to go right to the showers now. <laughs> so then, before I went to go wash my ass, I'm like, well, I think I got maybe diarrhea. <laughs> oh, no. So I go sit on the toilet, and I indeed I did. More gummy worms? Well, now, did you weigh yourself before or after the diarrhea? Oh, I, I weighed it right after to get okay, that last, yeah. you know, like okay, that yep, last yep, little bit of... Yep. Hershey squirt right out of the deal. <laughs> well, in other words, he's back to his old self, which is what uh, we're happy to hear. Yeah. Yeah. You know, now he's shitting his pants. and. But, you know, again, I don't think of Bubba as a, a not smart guy. He's a smart guy. And yet he's not taking it seriously all this time. Until yeah, he admitted he it. He, he said to me, Howard, I did not take it seriously. Yep. Yep. He said the I same thing being, to me. Yep, being a little too loose. So, uh, but what? Anyway. What? Where's the disconnect? I Please explain it to me. I don't know how to answer you that, Marianne from Brooklyn. Go ahead. Oh, Howard, welcome back. I missed you. I really calling about Sal and Gary, but I I cannot stand apples. I don't know why, Howard, you give him the time of day. He's stalking Ronnie. We wouldn't have known about the real the real to house. He's stalking your Instagram and mine and everybody else's. Shame on him. Why you're giving him the time is beyond First me. First of all, I let me understand something. Why do you guys shame. say, why do you guys say someone's stalking? If you're putting out Instagram... You want people to look at your stuff, I assume. Well, Ronnie uh, didn't put his house on that. No, that no, I don't, I'm not talking about Ronnie me. now. I'm right. saying you guys refer to people who follow you on Instagram as stalkers. It, it, then don't go on Instagram. I mean, that that would be my guess because everyone's a yenta on post there. Things, people post things like Beth puts the cats on so we have yes. knowledge and see what's going on. But he goes not to stalking. the next level. To go behind the 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 the, the uh, camera and look at what book is posted or a picture or what Ronnie well, has mean, on his desk, I don't do that. If I like, I posted a picture of a cake. Somebody said to me, "Why am I using red solo cups?" I mean, people are really looking. Of course, they Instagram. are. People are yentas. <laughs> I I don't look at it's this stuff either. Look, and- you haven't figured it out. People have nothing to do. I like these people. I like these people. They post a picture of themselves in a bathing suit. And then when someone says, ah, you look fat, 
Oh, you're shaming me. Don't put a picture of yourself in a bathing suit if you don't want to be critiqued. The fuck are you talking about? There should be some sort of consciousness in people to look at somebody's picture to enjoy it. Then you're talking about something else. Then you're talking about science fiction. There's no consciousness in people. People are are nuts. Get real. Look at what's happening in the world. And a lot of this internet Yeah. Make a test the king of all blacks. Let's ask him if he knows a real designer, Mario Butetta. Does he know Christopher Peacock? Ask this motherfucker who thinks he's the mowing king. All right, if I'll ask him. Two real uh, designers. Ronnie, you got Mary Ann's on your side, Ron. You should feel good about that. No, I do. I feel good. She's a good person. You know, even but this. What um, did she originally call about? She said she was calling about Sal and Gary. Sal and Gary. But she never Sal got to that. Well, I know what she means. We had a beautiful week. On, I don't know if you guys heard it, but there was a beautiful week of Sal versus Gary about who has the biggest fuck-ups in the show history. <laughs> and we put together this special. I hope you realize when we're on vacation, we try to keep you happy with these specials, and they are terrific. This is shit that we really work on. Um, a lot of you wrote in about this. I'll read you some of the comments. And then I'll get back to my thoughts about, you know, this, like I'm reading this whole thing with this Demi, Demi, Demi Lovato. She, I'll get to that in a minute. <laughs> Here's what people had to say. Last week, um, as you know, we had the Gary versus Sal on Howard 101. Uh, some think Sal takes the cake when it comes to fucking up. Here's what the audience voted. All right. Sal's such a fuck-up, and thank God. He might be incredibly dumb, but he's equally funny. The guy put his mouth on Howard's megaphone? That is like poking at a sleeping bear. Yeah, I I mean, you talk about fuck-ups. I I have to weigh in on this. I think Sal's way bigger fuck-up than Gary. I can see you're already about to get angry at him again for that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this asshole who I gave a job to, I mean, he has fucked up so many times. I mean, there's no context. And just think about this. His job was part of a contest. Yeah. I wasn't a looking contest for this guy. He lost. Yes. And you still gave him a job. I gave Big him a job. And the guy doesn't have the common sense. Seriously. He has. N- and I've got to tell you, Sal's an enigma to me because enigma means a mystery, Sal. Um, <laughs> thank you. The, uh, he's an enigma to me because. He like he's really funny and seems to make astute observations about people. And yet when it comes to like functioning in the workplace, he has no ability is what he does not. have. Yes. He has no fucking common sense. I've never (laughs) seen a bigger dummy than this guy. And I mean, we're honored. He walks into my studio when I'm not there. You know, he has access to these rooms because we worked in a building and, you know, the guys who work with me, I trust. I have to. Somehow, I don't know how the fuck he... Now we have a lock on the door. But back in the day, he had access to my studio. He goes in. I don't know, you know what he was doing in there. What were you doing in there? I grabbed the megaphone to do a bit, but I wasn't aware of how angry you would be if I touched your megaphone. But, I mean... Did you I ask to... anyone? Like, hey, do you no. think it'd be all right if I use Howard's megaphone? I did not ask anyone. Wow. No. Wow. But wow. here I was running around with the megaphone, and do you think any of my coworkers said that's not a good idea? No, they just They probably didn't know me. what you... They probably wouldn't even think that you had my megaphone. Well, they probably I, thought it was I, another but, megaphone. I mean, you know, this fucking guy... I didn't know. 
uh, you know, the megaphone I use, first of all, is so specific and you can't get it anymore. And I've tried out 75 different megaphones. This is an old Radio Shack megaphone that's falling apart. But for some reason, it's got a sound that it sounds just like you're on the telephone. It just works for me. It makes me feel funny, whatever it is. Plus, I put my mouth on this thing. It's such an intimate thing talking into a megaphone. This, this fuckhead, I mean, what else would you call him? He walks in and he decides he's going to use my megaphone for his purposes. You know, done ask, done it. I mean, I, I, it was remarkable. And I was livid. I was like, there's no amount of Lysol that I could use to get rid of it. And now my fucking megaphone still smells like Lysol from 10 years ago from this guy. Oh, I, you gave me some talking, boy. Ooh, I'll never oh, forget yeah. it. Oh, yeah. Ooh. I'm angry right now thinking about it. Oh. And then how Shake do you it off. jerk Shake it off at work? Jerk off at First work. of all, I, mean, I jerked off after hours. I was yeah. doing research. You were research. still in the building where you work. Sal. It was Crazy. late in the evening. I can't say yeah. that about other people who had fuck-ups. Of course. I have no, to, Rob. You win. <laughs> you win, dude. I win. I'll take, you know, where's my award? You you <laughs> still you still don't get that you don't jerk off at work? Of course I get it. I get it. Wasn't it wasn't work. Happen. It was after hours. Oh, that's right. And the building changes <laughs> after hours. <laughs> Nobody's here after hours. So it turns into a strip club as soon as it's after hours. Except for the janitor. Haven't you ever heard of an after hours club? This is it. <laughs> Unbelievable. I mean, there's no... I, I mean, okay. up. My feeling is, oh, yeah, did Gary fall asleep at work? Yeah, but okay, that can happen to a human being. I'm not that I'm thrilled about it. Don't get me wrong. I'm like, can't this fucker go to sleep? He's so busy with his puzzles and his fucking bullshit that he's into and, um, and his vinyl that he comes to work exhausted. <laughs> For four hours, he can't stay awake. Puts his head back. He's asleep like a, like a, like a, like a, like an elephant. He's like, his mouth will, <laughs> you know, I mean, it is aggravating and it's just like, you know, dude, it's Jesus, we we do. Robin and I are awake. You could be awake. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I guess I just put my head back and I, and I fell out. But I understand it on some level that that could happen. Well, but jerking off, fucking taking people's megaphone, and you know it's your boss who's completely germphobic. Come on, dude. Crazy. Fell asleep on the job. No, that's I, true. I must say. Never well, he never um, here. insulted the guest, though. That one thing. That Gary I didn't, didn't know do. better, Robin. That again, you know, you, you, you hire a lunatic, he's going to do loony things. So, <laughs> while Gary's fuck ups are, I'm reading email now. While Gary's fuck ups are mundane office blunders, Sal's are batshit insane and stuff <laughs> only he would do. Who else would track down Ace Fraley's phone number from a release form? Oh my right. God! Like he doesn't yeah. know that that was wrong. He still doesn't. I, know. It wasn't tracked down. It was laying on the desk. I picked it up and browsed it. But yes, I it was. I guess I browsed. You wrote down his number. I didn't write it down. No, I did not write it down. I browsed it and I was impressed. I was like, what "Whoa!" Is you browsed, know, browsed it. I browsed, browsed it. it. No, you <laughs> picked it up with the intent of calling it. You. <laughs> think about it. Do you really think Ace Fraley? Let's say you did get the phone number oh, God. and you did Thank call God. Ace Fraley. I want oh. to hear. Here, I'm Ace Fraley. Here you go. <laughs> Hello, Ace Fraley's house. Hi, how you doing? Who is this? Hey, Ace, it's Sal. Big fan. Loved you on the show, on the Howard Stern show. You were great. Fantastic. Do I know you? Uh, no. How I did you get my number, dude? Uh, there, uh, you, you signed a, a consent, what? a release form, and I, I saw it, and I wrote down your number. I'm sorry. 
I hope you don't mind. I just wanted to call you. Do you represent the Howard Stern show? In some degree, yes. I do work for them. Wow. And and what are you calling for? Goodbye. Well, <laughs> what do you want from uh, me, man? I'm home. I'm trying to fucking relax. You know, it's hard enough dealing with Gene Simmons and Paul Stanley. <laughs> but you suck my dick. <laughs> I was what wondering, do you want, maybe you could, dude? What do you want from me? Dude? Okay, so now you oh, got your phone uh, number. You got my phone number. And I got plenty to say to Howard Stern about this. But okay, dude. You got my phone number. I thought this oh, shit no. was confidential when I put my phone number down. But what do you exactly want from me? I just wanted to tell you that uh, I'm a big fan. Yeah. I'm, I'm yeah, sorry. But a lot of people are fans. Do you think you should be bothering me at home? Um, well, I thought Seriously. maybe you'd get a kick out of this call. You know, like, wow. I didn't get my, no, I'm not getting a kick out of it. I'm fucking Ace Fraley. <sighs> I don't get a kick out of anything. And, um, and, and, and for you to steal my, I'm like, why is Stern giving you my number? Oh, no, he didn't. He didn't. I, it's, it's all he my fault. He didn't, but you got it there. I, you know, man, I don't trust you guys. What kind of people number. do you have working there? Well, we have a producer that falls asleep on the job. Yeah, so. come on, man. Seriously, what do you want to tell me that was so goddamn important? You had to call I, him at home. I really yeah. don't know, Ace. I got, I got to be honest yeah, with I you. Yeah, I got sick family members here. What do you want? What do you want? Uh, what do you want, Sal? I wanted to tell you that on Dynasty, Save Your Love was one of my favorite songs. It's, and uh, it was like wow. a B-side that was thrown Howard away. hired you, man, and you're just busy doing this. What, does Stern so. just leave our phone numbers everywhere? What does he, put them up on a wall? Uh, I got to go, Ace. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you bring up a good point, Howard. And that's why I never yeah, call yeah. This is, the best. The this best... is what happens when you think, Sal. The best sound fuck ups were the first year he worked for us because like oh, yeah. in less than a year this that's when he tried to get the number and we like we explained to him you can't do that. Sound yeah. It's it, amazing that you had to explain it. We'd have a like like Sal walked into the green room, gave Ace Fraley a copy of his prank calls because he heard he was a fan of prank calls. Like he was interacting and then we we locked Sal in his office. When we had guests for a while, the first year, we would lock him in. <laughs> Yeah. You like, couldn't think control about him. that. You couldn't control him and make sure that he <laughs> because, wouldn't do the wrong thing. Because we'd say, Sal, we want you to stay in your office while a guest is here. And we'd close the door. We didn't lock him in at first. Right. And then you'd find out Sal left. He goes, no, no, no. I heard he's a big fan of prank calls. Uh Oh, oh, okay. hi, honey. No, not too late. Come on in. Sal, get out of here. Okay, goodbye. No, no, no. We got to talk to you. This is my wife, everyone. Oh, you have your mask on. She's yeah. wearing Wait, it for you. you. Can talk to this. <laughs> you want to talk into that? Here. Yeah. You could. You don't need to wear the mask now. You said to wear a mask. Yeah. Indoors. Why? Sweating. Everyone Just took a walk with a girlfriend. Oh, I told everyone. Number one, your story of being pre-pre-diabetic. <laughs> By was, the way, I was just talking with my girlfriend, and she's also. I, I, aren't we all pre-pre-diabetic? That, that was the Seth uh, yeah. Rogan uh, line in his book. Yeah. But. Um, uh, Hi. Are you secret? It's so nice out. Is it? Yeah. Well, let, let me ask you something. Yeah. Did Did you wear your mask outside when you I were- did when I'm not walking with you? Right, but I'm with a girlfriend. We both have our masks on, and we're walking outside. Why, when you walk with me? Here's what the New York Times article is saying. It's saying you got to do two out of the three. Okay. If when you're outside. You got to be six feet apart from other people besides us. 
which we're not. Right. Okay. So they say, and you got to wear a mask. And what was the third thing, Robin? It was outside, six feet apart mask. You've got to do two of the three things. Yeah. You either got to be outside, which, okay, I'm doing two out of three. That's one. Outside, wear a mask, which I do, or six feet apart, which I'm not. But, but, if we, but we pass people so quickly, and I turn my head and hold my breath when that, I'm with you. But, honey. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I don't understand something. You know these people are closer than six. You're the only one that's breathing on me. No, I'm wearing a mask. But if you're not wearing a mask, that means you'll get you it. You wear a mask when nobody's coming towards no, us. No, I take it off. Yeah, you're and, the only one breathing on me, and you're safe. But then when people come, I'm wearing a mask. I turn my head and hold my breath. But you know, but that they're saying that doesn't you're, work. You know that? what droplets are? Time. Droplets hang in the air. And so even though you're holding your breath, the moment you take a breath, you might be still walking through their droplets, Beth. So what's the point of me coming down here? What are you saying? You're pleading with me I'm to wear ple- my mask outside yes, on walks when you walk with, with other people. Yes. I can't. Mm. Why? What's the big deal? Why? Why? Why shouldn't we be safe? We are so. And we're we're vaccinated. Yes, but it doesn't matter. They're saying they're the variants. Variants, honey. Robin, tell her variants. Say the word variants. Variants. Keep yeah. saying variants. By the way, it's not me who wants you to wear the mask. It's Robin. <laughs> it really is. Robin's scaring the shit out I of me. I do. I thought something happened to, to you safe. on my walk, and I get these texts from you. Yes, I want. First of all, did you really wear your mask when you walked with your friend? I did because you swear to God, because there are friends. Right, but say I swear to God. I'm not saying that, say, I but I did. Hold it. I'm Hold not it. swearing honey, to God on anything. Did you wear your mask when you walked with your friend? Yes. Do you swear to God? I had it on most of the time. See, this is what uh, I'm dealing with. I, my life is in your hands. I turn my, if we talked, I turn my head the other oh, direction. Sh- oh, stop it, Beth. Come on. I'm fucked. You don't love me. I love you. No, you don't. Was, you should have heard what I was saying about you to my friend. What did you say? Oh, just how in love I am with you. What are you writing? The you and how you, you tell you everybody doing? you proposed to me again? No, no, I didn't. Talk. <laughs> I'm uh, turning this, changing the subject. I did propose. Again. He did. I did. I did. I was just saying how quarantine was so great for us, and we're just so in love. And I know, but why end I the party? I care about you so much. But and- I'll die if I get COVID. You know that. You know I will. But honey, you're safe now. I'm not. Get Dr. There's Rick. no Dr. safety on the yet. New York There's Times, only 29% of the population that's been vaccinated. Dr. Agus, if you're listening, please call. But did me. you hear what He Robin told us said? we need to start going out to dinner. Yeah, no, but I'm not listening to that. I mean, that's, he's no, Dr. Agus com- not, said it. But the New York Times said the following. You got to have two out of the three. Outside, mask. Hey. And social and, and socially distanced. We're not socially distanced, so we need the mask. But but, but the girlfriend I was with is double vaxxed, and yeah, everybody but what about in her the household is passing you. Vaxxed. What about the people passing? Oh, they, they, they were far away. And she can be a, uh, she can be a carrier, <laughs> honey. Don't touch. She can be a carrier. <laughs> you you know you're, that's unladylike. <laughs> Am I done? No, Ian wants to talk to you. Go ahead, Ian. Hey, now, Howard. Uh, Best, I love you, honey. But listen, these vaccines are not true vaccines in the traditional sense. You know, Um, they're mitigators. They only mitigate symptoms and they can only prevent you from dying or help you to not 
get so sick. You can still transmit. This is what's so scary. Like, she's I not listening. Now she's on her phone. I'm texting Dr. Agus. No, don't text him. I, but, like, the scary thing is I could go get vaccinated and catch COVID and bring it home to my kids because my kids of course. can't get vaccinated. That's right. My wife yeah. won't listen to me. I don't know why. She treats me like I'm wrong. And people right. with the vaccine have gotten COVID. That's right. Beth's, Beth's friend is on the phone who just went on a walk with her. Go ahead. Yes. Please don't worry. We were so safe. Beth was talking about how much she loves you, and I was so moved. <laughs> I gave her this big hug. And <laughs> she said, like, the nicest things about you. We held hands. It was so sweet. I just, look, I'll hold my breath. Hold on. This is the way I was talking about oh, You held your breath. Okay. Now, now I feel better. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Meanwhile, a piece of pollen went into my throat, and I started coughing. I felt so bad for my friend. Honey, would you please, I'm begging you. From now on, wear your mask outside when we're. I on did. Walks. Oh, with you? Yeah, yeah. I can't promise that. Why? I just. Can't. Why won't you do that for me? I'm not going to promise right now because I'm going to try. What? What? What part of this aren't you hearing? You please. Robin wants you to. I don't do like it. this. I know you don't. I'm not I happy want, right now. I'm not I'm happy very either. Mad at you. No. you did not need to do this. Uh, I love you. I know that was. I don't want the party to end. Please, Beth from the future is on the phone. (laughs) Yes, Beth from the future. I'm so sorry. I should have listened. Oh no! Did you die? I died. I died in the future. Did I die? All I had to do was wear a mask. (laughs) Beth from the past, can you hear me? See, Beth from the future is telling you to wear a mask. I do wear masks. I went to visit. I saw my yeah, parents you, and I wore masks the whole time I was with my parents. You're intermittent, though, with it. That's what I'm saying. I'm just scared. That's all. I feel we're going to get... We have been so good. If we get lax and I die... You're not going anywhere. I'm going to be pissed. I'm going to oh, stuff you, you in the bed with me. <laughs> yeah, You're sure. not going anywhere ever. Yeah, you'll, be, you'll, be, you'll be remarried in six weeks. You think so? Yeah. Don't get remarried. I'm not going to get remarried. I didn't want to get married to begin with. The world needs me. You are my man. I know. We met right away, we That's knew. That's it. I was done. That's forever. it. Yeah, I'm the guy. Together forever. That's, That's it. it. Right, Robin? That's right. Robin. That's why I, want, Robin. Both, <laughs> I want you both to live, so be right. cautious. Yeah. And I don't want either of you sick. So I'm really in the wrong for being outside yes. with Howard and there are passersby not six feet from us. That's a danger is what you're saying. Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. I, Rob, it's, you can thank Robin for this. Thank I you. now commit to wearing a mask while walking outside with you. You know, when I thank declare you. something, it sticks. I love you for saying that. Thank you. Please. I cut out sugar. I could start wearing a mask. Did you really cut out sugar? I mean, I ate peanut butter this right. morning, but that's not really cutting out sugar, but I cut out sweets and yeah. I cut out. I lucky told the charms. story. Oh, you did? She oh, no eating. more lucky charms? <laughs> no. No, she was eating. Very sad. This is what I'm telling you. Lucky charms now makes lucky charms with what, honey? With um, frosted flakes. With frosted flakes. Wow. Delish. And then she would have like 11 to 20 chocolate covered almonds for lunch. 15. All right, 15. Then you would. Then she snuck gummies into the house. <laughs> I would you. order them on Amazon. I have a drawer filled with gummy bears. I found the drawer in her like her closet. 
Yeah. She opened it up and I saw like thousands of bags, thousands of bags of <laughs> they gummies. They were spilling out. I couldn't even close the drawer. And then we had a whole thing about it because it was like, I'm like, how could you keep the fact Do that you know what did me in though? My diet ginger, ginger ale. Yeah. That's what Dr. Agus said. And she plus, she was then having diet ginger ale too. So wow. it's like the diet of a five-year-old. Even the diet sodas, though, they're horrible for you. Yeah. And then she, um, then she got the blood test and they told her she was pre, pre-diabetic. <laughs> pre, pre-diabetic. And that scared you. Now you're off the sugar. So good. I knew it. What I was is like, she this is unfair. Now? What is she replacing everything with? I haven't eaten yet. I, oh, she, I had a <laughs> tablespoon of peanut butter before she, my She mom. doesn't eat. She had, she'll have like an egg white with, um, with, with a piece of cheese. It's like <laughs> a bird. Oh, that's a good. That's great. That's yeah. protein. and. Yeah. Well, that's why she looks the way. I'm getting so lightheaded now. Oh, you are? Go. Okay. <laughs> right, go. go eat something. I think I'm going to go eat. You look so cute. Are we going to walk today? Yes, we're going to take a walk, but you're going to wear your mask. I, look, I have my mask. Yeah, yeah but you, I said to Robin, you hold the mask. You don't wear it. It's a cute bracelet, actually. Yeah, See? she wears it as a bracelet. <laughs> <laughs> All right, please, honey, Are help you me. off the air soon? Yeah, I'm going to get off it? the air. I got oh, it. Dr. Agus. I don't have the number. Can we get him on? Why? Why? Are you Gary, will you connect Dr. Agus? Just I want to be clear on that I'm not doing anything. You uh, are doing. I'm here. Get him on the phone. Gary, get him on the phone, please. By the way, before he gets what on the phone, is that's it where he is. <laughs> can I can I start the conversation with him? Will you I, grant me that? All right, but I think I should say Well, it he's up. gonna tell you what's medically uh correct. No I'm going to tell him what I what I do on a walk and I'm gonna ask him if that's acceptable. Well, you I'm doctor- gonna tell you right now that you holding your breath is ridiculous. I don't feel that's ridiculous. It is, honey. <laughs> I By the way, ask a doctor about that. By the way, um, we Do can't. I smell? We no, we can't get Doctor Agus um, on the phone because Gary's asleep. So oh, yeah. I'm right oh. here. I'm right here, everybody. He's calm the fuck I can. Do you want me to give you his number? I have. You, no, Did I give it on the air. Oh no, he yeah, gives his number. No, 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 no. Just let Gary handle it. Yeah, we don't want everybody calling. We're trying. No, to get he through. he lets everybody or anybody text him. He has one. Of I know, numbers. I know, but and it's right really now, his private number. It's crazy. Do you smell? I think I do. I've let me swapped. smell you. I love when you smell. I don't want you. I want to make love to Beth when she smells, and she won't let me. No, I shower first. I know. I go. You know what? I want to smell you. Charlie Sheen is on the phone. He says, Beth's right. Don't worry about COVID. Go ahead, Charlie. <laughs> I worry. Yeah, he's the guy who didn't think he needed condoms either. Right. Right. Right, Charlie? Don't worry, Howard. Don't worry. I have COVID. I had it 73 times already. 48 <laughs> different variants. I eat COVID for breakfast with my All right, there loop. he is. All with right, his thank fruit you. loops. Okay. Obviously not him. What's going on? I, I don't, I'm telling you, I read the New York Times article. I, I know, but Dr. Agus is the guy that. Knows everything. Everything. Are you yeah, well, that, sure you heard him right if you're taking his advice? Yeah, maybe she doesn't even know what he said. <laughs> That's why we're going to clear the air on the air. I right. love you. Oh, I want to stay right. alive. I want to be part of the party. I don't want to be in the ground. Do you have him, he'll Gary? Be on, he'll be on in two seconds. He's just calling the number now. We'll give him two All more. right. Gary knows how to really spring into action, as you can see. <laughs> well, spring is a... Questionable word to use. You look good, honey. I do. <laughs> I told you you yeah. were handsome. Doesn't today. he look good? Yeah, oh, I told you. vacation thing. was good for you. Last yeah, week. yeah. That's what I said. All right. Dr. Agus. Hi. <laughs> Thank you. Howard Stern. Hi. 
Hi. Listen, <laughs> Dr. Agassi, Beth is going to set this up, although I should really set I'm this gonna up. I'm going to set it up. I asked for it. Go ahead. All right. Tell me if what I'm doing is acceptable, okay? Mm. Howard and I take a walk. Howard wears his mask. Howard and I have both been double vaccinated. Howard and I have lived in a house together for a year without seeing anybody else. When I'm in Howard's air, I do not wear a mask. When we are walking outside, I do not wear a mask. The thing is, when we are walking outside, there are passersby, people that pass us, who are not more than six feet from us. But I hold my breath, turn my head, and pass them. Howard is saying I'm in the wrong for not wearing a mask when people come in to that that close of contact, probably three feet away. Is that fair? Yeah. Is uh, that three a- feet. Uh, some of them are within one foot of us. Let's okay. be honest. Okay, but it's passing by quickly. Now that did I did I embellish? You left anything? out one thing. Can I just put add one thing? Yes. To Doctor Agus. Okay. Doctor Agus, the New York Times, as recently as this week, this you know, well, past he week. knows what he, he knows that he, you don't need to give yeah, him facts from give New York yes, Times. Do. No, you don't. I said I'm going to set it up. Let's see what he has to say, and then you can speak, love. Well, if he disagrees with me, then he's uh, wrong. Okay. <laughs> Doctor Agus, wait, what is that you said? Ought? As if I shushed you. Oh wow! Your dad shushes me. <laughs> it, it shut me up. It worked. <laughs> Go ahead, Doctor Agus. All right, so this is my marriage counseling session. So there are two ways to look at this. One is from a public health perspective, and one is from an individual health perspective. From the individual health of Howard and Beth, there is no risk to what Beth is doing. So she is not putting herself nor you at risk. From a public health perspective, the CDC is still saying that you need to wear masks outdoors, even double vaccinated people, and that probably will change over the next two to three weeks. So that will change, right? What we know is is that even if somebody gives you to the virus, the chances of you having it is uh, 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 70% nothing, 30% a little bit of virus um, that at most you will be mildly symptomatic, but that is very, very rare, and that will require some real exposure. So I'm not worried about you two getting sick, but I am worried about you two being examples for the public and saying, hey, masks are important until the CDC says that. And you guys are public figures. And so standing up for what you believe in is powerful. And we by like, the way, Howard's in disguise. You would no, know. I want, no, that's wrong. The other day, did I not? When I was walking in my mask, a guy goes, hit him with the hind. You he, knew he was a he fan. He did. And, okay. and you see, Dr. Agus, you're right. I'm going with what I no, but But Hein, the reason why you were upset is you were worried you were going to get it. Not yes. what the public perceived us to be. But it's he just our said you could health. get it. Did you hear him? He said you might get a mild case, I don't or you want might a mild get a case. little more than a Dr. mild Agus, you were case. To That's help me getting here. it. So, Doctor, uh, what I'm saying is that if you are walking and somebody transiently walks by you, the chance of getting it is near zero. But if there's an interaction, if they stop and say, "Hey, aren't you Howard Stern?" and they keep interacting with you, there's a possibility there. So there's always that remote possibility. Of course, so, my fans uh, are very, very, very anxious unlikely to, see me. to get it out there. But your fans love you. They want to. But Doctor Agus, the New York Times. I yes. want to present my evidence. The New York Times itself yes. said you need two out of three. In other words, either be outside, wear a mask, or be six feet apart. These people are not six feet apart from me. He's telling you. 
He mm. just explained it. I know. I don't believe it. Though. All right, Dr. Agus, I walk with a girlfriend. She's double vaxxed. The two of us are walking with our masks off. So I, I start talking to her. I take my mask down. I turn my head the other way. But again, it's the same scenario if I'm, ta- I'm with her or with Howard, right? There's really basically no threat for either of us to, to transmit to each other, correct? And it matters where, correct, and it matters where you walk. If you're walking where it's outdoors and there's very few people around, it's very different than if you're walking on a crowded boardwalk. But but tell her, Dr. Egg, is that her holding her breath, her holding her breath is not a precaution. Is that a precaution, Dr. Agus? No, I don't think oh. holding the breath is going to be a, a major safety. It's cute, but it's not necessarily going to help. Right. It's um, cute. If you're double back and you're walking outdoors, listen, if there, you can have, I, I know I've said this to Howard before, and he gives me groans. Beth and Howard, you can have a double back couple over for dinner. Thank it's you. totally safe now. You guys can do don't that. Don't say that. I don't want anyone over for dinner, so just let's go with no. <laughs> Dr. Regis, I'm sorry to have bothered you. We're starting a lottery. I'm sorry to have bothered you, but (laughs) but I I wish you would have said to Beth, just wear your mask. uh, It's our first fight ever. It is a little bit of a turning into a fight. I I wear a mask. I wear a mask when I go out all the time. Again, because people want to say, hey, hey, listen, he's telling people wear a mask. He needs to wear a mask. And you are also. I mean, so uh, being a public figure, you have to show leadership to get that behavior change we all talk about. That's yeah, right. But and now Beth, that we discussed this, anybody that's and Beth is my wife. And yeah, she... but now people know that anybody who sees us are your fans, and they heard this. No. That's not gonna it's ridiculous that I'm wearing a mask and you're not. I mean, it's useless. You have to wear a mask. Doctor Agus, Doctor Agus, only twenty nine percent. Only twenty. Only twenty nine percent of the population is vaccinated. We have not reached a point. Where oh, we should I just be throwing off our masks. I will. Do you wear a mask when you're walking the dogs? My wife and I walk the dog every night, and we both wear masks 100%. Wow. See? Well, because he's Dr. Agus. So, no, and I'm Howard Stern, <laughs> and you're Beth Stern. Well, And okay. I want to be like Dr. Dr. Agus is my hero. I want to be like him. Are you ready for this? Yeah. I will wear a mask on our walks until we are notified by Dr. Agus or the New York Times that it's okay Thank to you. be unmasked in I, two I to three weeks, that. according to Dr. Agus. I love gonna that. It's going to be revealed. Yes. And let me say, Dr. Agus, I'm so, listen, this guy's up yes. to important stuff, but I want to thank you for coming on the air with us. Thank you. You could have agreed with me a little bit more, but I do like what you said. <laughs> you know you're my hero. He did tell her holding her breath is not a precaution. <laughs> I love this guy so much. I can't say enough good about Dr. Agus. Well, He's the greatest. We love both He's of the you. Greatest. He got me off sugar. Yeah, by the way, scaring Beth with that pre-pre-diabetic work, she's off that sugar. Was that Thank really God. her blood test? <laughs> Hold turkey mm-hmm. off sugar. Have you ever seen a worse diet than hers? I mean, f- she's eaten frosted flakes with Lucky Charms. Right into chocolate-covered almonds for lunch, and then for dinner, a can of soda and gummy bears. You got to be pre-diabetic. I mean, what the hell are you doing over there? You're, you're probably pre-everything with that great. diet. Yeah. Looks great, though. Beth is doing great. She's doing great. All right. Dr. Agus, <laughs> being you. professional, not thank commenting you. on your case. Uh, thank you, Dr. Agus. <laughs> Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. I love you. He was, he was being professional. That's Can I tell you something that whole time we're talking? The way you're a hot person and your shorts are almost falling off. And I'm like, oh, I want to fuck so bad. I mean, you look great. Like, look, look at that outfit.
Your whole no like, wonder you almost <laughs> lost Wait, the argument. <laughs> your whole. You know what happened? I'm going to be honest. Your whole by pants go, are falling By going off. off sugar, I'm losing weight like... Crazy. It's just my clothes on. Well, it was the only thing you were eating. <laughs> we're talking to uh, Dr. Agus, and I'm looking at my wife, and she, like her shorts are almost on the ground. They're falling <laughs> off of her, and I'm like, this is unbelievable. I'm lightheaded. I need to I'm going to put this up on the, um, uh, up on the app. you got to see uh, Beth's outfit falling off her during a serious discussion. <laughs> And by the way, I uh, pre-ejaculated during it. Oh, you, so, you did? You pre-pre-ejaculate? <laughs> Honey, uh, Alex Jones is on the phone. He agrees with you. He is an expert. You, Alex. Yes, Alex. Go ahead. Infowars.com. Infowars.com. Howard, you need to listen to Beth. She is 100% right. Do not wear a mask. This is Bill Gates DNA mapping. They want to slaughter civilization by 2030, and they're pitching a secret moon base they're working on with 3D printers. Beth knows this. You need to listen to her. Infowars.com. Infowars.com. Right, I understand. <laughs> so, Alex, you're saying Beth knows what she's talking about. We, we don't need a mask on our walk. You do not need a mask. If you want to be protected, there is only one thing that can protect you. That is the Ultra X9 Mind Milk. It's an ancient recipe of sawdust and mold. Full of vitamin L. It's great for teeth, great for your veins. Buy it now. You'll get our super supplement sampler with alpha male brain force and bleach X lung cleanse. Unprecedented wow. sales. Flood us with capital. Infowars.com. By the way, are you a doctor, Alex? Uh, never mind. Okay, I think he's gone. <laughs> All right, there he goes. back. All right, honey, pull your pants up. Bye. I love you. Are you coming? Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm, I'm gonna get off the air in After a minute. After ten. I know. I know. I'm working way too hard. I love you. I love you. Mm-hmm. We made up. Now. <laughs> made up, and, uh, and I'm gonna. Sh- I'm gonna make it up to you. We're gonna make up when. I get upstairs. Okay. There's going to be a spot. No, we're going to take a walk. I'm and don't thinking. shower. I'm going to. No, I'm thinking. I want. <laughs> let me smell your armpit. Watch this. This gets me aroused. Come here. Let's see what. Musk. All right, bye, honey. Wow. Yes, Marianne. How is? Beth is going to kill you. What's wrong with her? She's I know. We got say, it straightened out. Stern kills Howard Stern. She's going to have to go into the FBI witness protection program. Where is she? I know. I, I don't want to get this. I know. She left. Howard, she's got to wear a mask. Every I know. She said she's going to. At the doctor and does a commercial. We have to wear a mask. I made a mistake. She's right. Marianne is right. Mar- Marianne was about to admit to making a mistake. I know. I couldn't follow it. <laughs> well, I'm glad we got that straightened out so you guys can walk in peace. But what was straightened out? I mean, you told her to wear a mask. She said she'd wear it, right? Yeah. Okay. But I think Dr. Regis, no, Dr. Regis kind of supports And she will wait until they declare that it's okay to walk outside without a mask. She's going to wait. Right. For the New York Times and Dr. Agus to say that it's now okay. Good. To not wear a mask. Yes, Shelly. Hi, Howard. Long-time Hi. listener. Um, listen, I'm not bringing the show down, but Beth has to wear a mask. I lost my husband, who was a physician, and mm. I'm a nurse during this time. And tell her it only takes one time. It just takes, like yep. Robin said. I don't think people realize that this is a disease and it's droplet, this virus. It's 
excuse me. So she had so your husband was a your husband was a physician, and now he is dead from COVID. Yes. Wow, I'm sorry yeah. to hear that. Told me, told me he didn't feel well on a Friday, and made him go to the hospital, and he died on uh, Sunday morning, and uh, on a <laughs> Sunday morning, and just tell her it just. I'm visiting him now with a mask on at his grave site, so wow. she has to be a little more diligent and wear a mask. Everyone does. This is yep. a temporary thing, but it's a little inconvenient. But I tell you what, it's a lot more inconvenient if we're putting a mask on and go to a grave Thank you, Shelley. Well said. Wow. See, I should have asked her if she wanted to date Benji. He's looking That's two. Put put. There's two names on that list now <laughs> yeah. that Benji can help out. Benji's uh, figured out how to get a woman. He's <laughs> he's going after widows now. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm. Uh, listen, I, I don't, I don't want to walk around without a mask. I don't. But if Beth won't do do it too, then I'm in trouble because she'll get it and give it to me. She'll be fine. She'll well, be fine. I have known of households where one gets it and the rest of the house doesn't. Well, all right. But why, why take the risks? Uh, thank you. And, and rightly so. Play the music. Yeah. Uh, very loudly. I'm right for a change. <laughs> You're always right. <laughs> all right. I, I probably am going to end the show. And um, I have a lot. Okay. I have a lot I wanted to go over with you today. I mean, I can't even tell you what I didn't get to because it's crazy. I mean, uh, I needed to talk to you about American Idol. I'll do that tomorrow. I really need to talk to you about it. Okay, because up. I've been reading some things. I'm going to ch- uh, catch up with that, and I'll catch up with Anderson Cooper on uh, Jeopardy, so that I'll be able to say whether I think he's right. doing a good job. Yeah, and I also want to talk to you about, uh, well, th- th- there's so many things. I'm not even going to promo it. I am going to tell you, though, that Triumph the Insult Dog will be with us on Wednesday. I love Triumph. Oh, lovely. You bet. Uh, and also some people, I, I didn't finish even the email, but uh, just a couple of quick things. John Hine described his uh, usual routine at the McDonald's drive-thru. I thought that was it particularly was entertaining a week ago when we left. Uh, John said he won't pull away until he knows the order inside the bag is correct. The listeners think he's crazy. Quote, John Hine is the McDonald's Nazi. John <laughs> Hine is a very passive-aggressive guy. The way he holds up the entire drive through line to thoroughly check his order is ridiculous. I would rear-end him just to spite him. <laughs> if you ask me, John takes his fast food way too seriously. Doesn't a guy like him have more important things to worry about? He's passive aggressive about a lot of things. He's the kind of guy who will drive up on your bumper if you're driving too slow for him and yep. he doesn't want to take the elevator with anybody. You know, he's he's really uh you Brilliant. know, while you think John is a mild mannered guy, there's some seething anger under there. Yeah, a lot of fans wow. can't get over the fact that John orders a plain hamburger with nothing on it. I really like John Hine, but his McDonald's <laughs> order is making me think otherwise. Who orders a double quarter pounder plain? It's not cool to have a specific way to eat your meal. It's high maintenance. Yeah. Uh, anyone who orders a plain burger with absolutely nothing else on it belongs in a mental institution. John Hine is a psychopath. 
Finally, <laughs> how can John Hine call himself a fast food maniac when he gets his burger plane? Relinquish his title now. He's just a maniac is what this guy said. <laughs> John also told us that he would love to run a McDonald's one day. That led to Gary revealing on the wrap-up show that he was very, very close to opening a vinyl pop-up store in Connecticut. <clears throat> Did you know that? That's crazy. <clears throat> yeah. See where What's going to be in yeah. the vinyl pop-up store? His vinyl? I don't fucking know what he's doing. <laughs> I don't know how he has time to start a vinyl pop-up store. I thought I gave these guys full-time jobs. Oh, I don't see the clip. I don't know where it is. Let me see. I don't see it. Oh, no? Wait, let me see. Maybe I do see it. In my town, there's a big thing for Christmas. People do pop-up stores. So you you you, you rent out a, an open space, say, for like uh, November, December. And I was very, very close to opening up a pop-up record store. I found a record distributor down in Florida. I found a guy that makes turntables. I found a speaker company. And I was going to get all the stuff, and I was going to – I even had a thing where if you buy a, a turntable and speakers and three records, it was like a package deal, and I had it all going on. And then uh, at the last second, I was like, you know, Mary was going to run it. I was like, I don't know. It just seemed like a lot of I, – I See what I mean, though? You see what I mean when I, why I get irritated when I hear this shit? Don't you think producing the Howard Stern show would keep you so busy that right. you couldn't even yeah. think straight? Pop up, Howard, pop up. You, 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 you actually stepped on. You actually stepped on the last part of the clip where I just said, um, "I have a fucking job. I can't do this. I, have, I already have yeah, a job." Yeah, yeah, yeah. So why are you fantasizing? I don't know. It's okay to fantasize. How close you, did you get before you realized you had a job? Oh, not yeah. that close. I mean, yeah, I mean, I he went pretty far. He was, he's on the internet research. He had the distributor and everything. That was. I mean, easy to get. Gary says, "Quote: I was contacting vendors." You know, yeah. What, yeah what, I spoke what, to the record guy who does the wrap-up show. That was literally the vendor I contacted. <laughs> There's a guy who does a wrap-up show on Record Store Day. And he goes, "Yeah, I can get your record." I don't <laughs> fantasize about another job. You know, I, I'm so fucking busy with this one. I've turned down everything else. That's how you should be. If someone said to you, "You want to start a vinyl popper store?" You should say, even if it's your own brain telling you, saying, "Hey, you should start a vinyl popper store." You should go, "Brain, you're out of your mind." Well, I did get there. In all fairness, I did get there. It just took me a little longer than usual. Took you longer, but I got yeah. there. Believe me. It shouldn't I got take there. you so long. Jesus. Did Mary really want to run the pop-up store? No. no. <laughs> of course not. Hello, Clive Barnes. I want to open up a pop-up store. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, I would, never open, I would never open up a vinyl shop because that would only get in the way of my napping. Right. <laughs> I'm so stupid, I put all my energy into this job. <laughs> Not my pop-up store. Here, here. What producer of a major show, like Gelman, does he have a pop-up store? I don't think I so. I don't know. I can ask. I guarantee you that uh, Kelly Rip is busting his balls. He don't have time to think straight. <laughs> but it wouldn't be just records. It would be records and rock shrimp. Hmm. What's the difference between the, those guys who peddle DVDs on Canal Street and Gary? I don't see one. I mean, he had a, a whole special. If you buy the turntable and <laughs> get your I want to call. I want to. I want to call like the executive producer of the Jimmy Fallon Tonight Show or the executive producer of Jimmy Kimmel's show and say, "Excuse and me, ask him do, about their side businesses." Yeah, do you guys have side business? <laughs> well, I like don't. The, 
I mean, that's all point. Yeah, I, don't I know you one. don't. I wasn't, and I thought about it. I gave it some. How many? How many? How many? How, how many hours a day would you think you would have worked at the uh, record store? I wouldn't have worked there at all. Oh, just I November see. and December. I would have. No, I was gonna have. Ma- I was gonna have Mary run it. That was the whole point. I was gonna. Oh, I wasn't oh, gonna I work see. there at all. Fun. Lucky Mary. <laughs> I was gonna have her come home at night with seats and yell at her. Mm-hmm. You didn't sell enough. You know. Mogul. Yeah. What did you need to do to break even? Did you figure all that out? Oh yes, I didn't get that, I didn't get that far. <laughs> I think he did. I, I literally didn't. Sure. I mean, I got far enough, but I didn't get far enough to like you know. I didn't get, find a space, or I didn't you know figure out how much it was gonna how much I was gonna make or anything. It just seemed like a fun idea till it wasn't. Yep. Buy Steel like Fans it. Asia, get a Kaja Google free. <laughs> Man, what I do at my uh, what I do at the Howard Stern show, I delegate. And now I delegate to you the vinyl saw. It turns out both my jobs, I don't have to do anything. I would do it myself, but my knees are shot. Wow. Yeah, I didn't tell you this. So Stephen Colbert's executive producer just opened up a pop-up store. I think he sells yo-yos. That's his thing. <laughs> um, finally, well, Gary, good. I'm glad you decided against it. I think it might have caused a major rift between us. I, I, I think so, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you you did the right thing. Good for you. Yeah, Fred's opening a barber shop, but don't let that influence you. <laughs> By the way, Delabate is Italian for delegate. <laughs> right. I think you got that right there, uh, puppet. Lucas. Finally, uh, people like that. We uh, honored Joey Ramone. Yes, that was a Joey. beautiful, beautiful tribute to Joey. Thanks for the great tribute to Joey. Nice to hear him getting the recognition he deserves. Beautiful Joey Ramone tribute. I, I never knew that U2 tidbit. Really moving to hear and imagine. As we said, uh, Joey's last act on earth was to listen to U2 and he died. Yeah. Uh, Joey and the uh, Ramones had so many great moments on the Stern Show. It was great to hear you keep the memory alive. Okay, good. Imagine if Gary had a store. I mean. Oh, I'd go. Believe me, I'd get there. Oh, yes. I remember when Rob Burnett ran the Letterman show, he also had a fruit stand on the side. (laughs) I guess he didn't make enough money. You know what? He used to sell bottles of water on the highway. When Rob Burnett was running the Letterman show, he was also doing another TV show. Yeah, when Rob Burnett was running the Letterman show, Letterman and Rob decided to form a production company together, and Rob ran the whole fucking deal. That was the TV show. Yeah. No, no, no. Rob had a show called Ed, which was yeah, on And guess NBC. who owned it? David Letterman. See? Got it? You you can develop a show and I'll own it. Would you like to own the record shop? <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh... A lot of people don't know this. The woman who is now the CEO of Sirius XM Pandora Stitcher, Jennifer Witz, she has a lemonade stand. That's how um, <laughs> industrious she is. She has so much free time that she can run a lemonade stand and this entire conglomerate, which is an amazing thing. They say, you know, some women want to do it all. She's doing it all with her lemonade stand. There you go. I understand she just added a new flavor, grape. She used to only have... (laughs) Gary um, following in her footsteps. Yeah. Yeah. I was talking to Tommy Mottola one time, you know, the guy who ran Sony Records. I said, Tommy, do you have a side job like my producer, Gary (laughs) Delabate? And he says, you know... Uh, yeah, I detail cars on the weekends. I, I have a toothbrush. I actually, I, I, I wash down a car. Yeah. I didn't know that. A lot of guys with important jobs 
take these side jobs. These side jobs, yeah, that are completely yeah. away from what they do for a living. And they pay like one one millionth of what they earn on the <laughs> on the radio show, but they don't care. Elon Musk, for example, has a paper route. He does every day, what religiously. What was going to be the joy of running a pop-up store at Christmas time? I don't know. I, I, I didn't get that far. <laughs> I mean, what is with this guy? You know, I was talking to Lorne Michaels, who is the executive producer of Saturday Night Live, and he told me that about 10 years ago, he started selling Tupperware on the side. <laughs> yes, and what he parties. does is he gets women together at his house and has a house party, and he actually sells Tupperware. He just gets tremendous enjoyment out wow. of it. Tremendous enjoyment out of selling Tupperware. He said to me, you'd be amazed how many women want Tupperware. <laughs> Uh, even Sal knows not like, like Sal came to me. He goes, you think I should sell Avon door to door? I said, no, <laughs> I think you, you mean the guy who jokes. had the uh, toaster oven show on the side, that guy, <laughs> that guy, he even know. All right, Gary, at least you didn't do it. Thank you for that. I... Yes. Thank goodness. All right. We'll see you tomorrow.